after two weeks off, yes. Isaac, we are back, and I am so excited. It feels good to be back. It feels so good. I'm, I'm Pooch. I'm with... I'm oh, role, you're going to introduce... Role reverse. Okay. I'm Pooch. I'm with my very good friend, Isaac Rance. Hey. He's a music... I'm going to try to do it exactly like you. Okay. My name is Pooch. I'm a very talented, funny actor. Uh, I'm with my really good friend, Isaac Rentz. He is awesome and a very talented music video director. Oh, thanks. You even did the same. It oh, feels good. Me. Are you doing an impression of me right now? Kind of. Did you? Could you tell? Yeah, you kind of <laughs> slouched over too. I know I don't have the best posture, Pooch. You didn't need to point that out. I was just getting in the zone. Uh, I wasn't... I had nothing to do with posture. I was just... I was just all of a sudden, you shrank like four inches. Yeah, I don't know I, why I did that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Because <laughs> you don't slouch. You're very casual. Like right now, you got your arm on the leather chair. Oh, okay. I think of myself as a pretty casual guy. Very casual. Well, you got yeah. a nice flannel on. Uh-huh. Well, it is fall. Speaking of which, we just came off that Halloween episode. I still am recovering from yeah. the craziness of that episode. It was like a poltergeist overtook me <laughs> and was able to do 10 different voices. It was amazing. So usually what we do on this show and what we're actually going to do today, it, we're going back to the regular format. Last week we did uh, our top 10 Halloween episodes. Mm. This week we're going back to the regular format. Of course, every Tuesday, what we do is we go back in time, take a look at the top 10 videos on TRL that date. Uh, <laughs> but that's what we do on this show. And uh, apparently we do like holiday themed episodes every now and then. Too. Yeah. So we'll have a Christmas one coming up next. I'm thinking Christmas. Okay. I'm thinking Valentine's day. Perfect. I, I think you could do like a 4th of July slash summer. Summer barbecue. Yeah. Are there any other, there's St. no Patrick's Easter. Day? St. Patrick's <laughs> day. House of pain. Jump it would around. Just be House of pain. <laughs> the dead Kennedys or whatever. <laughs> this is shaping up to be the worst episode. And, ever. uh, the, the group that did that, Jack Nicholson, Leo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> Every song in that movie. Okay, I like it. What if we just became this super niche podcast that only did holiday-themed countdowns of music videos? Would stop, you stick around for that, stop, listeners? Stop drilling because you struck oil, Isaac. <laughs> I'm there every week. Um, would but, you stick around, listeners? <laughs> would you stick around? Would you? Um, let's kick things off. I'm ready. Should we jump into it? Our list today Ooh. is from November 15th, 2002. A good year. Yeah? Do well, I think it was my senior year of high school. Oh, for you personally. Yeah, it's the okay. same. I don't know about how it was for music, but I was listening to a lot of these these songs. We're and, about to find out yeah. if this was good or not. <laughs> it might be a wash. So coming in at number 10, kicking off the countdown, our good friends, Sum 41, was still waiting. So Isaac, this has one of my absolute favorite comedians. Will Sasso makes a cameo in this video. Tell me, tell me more about Will, Will Sasso. Will Sasso was uh, hilarious on Mad TV. That's where he got to start. He's okay. a very, very talented, funny Canadian actor. Oh, okay. He's one of those guys that is extremely funny. I think if you saw him, you'd be like, I know that guy, but you wouldn't know his name. Right. He looks familiar. He never hit in a big, big way, but he's worked consistently since I feel like the mid nineties. Okay. Last we saw some 41, they were on a countdown we did from 2001 and they were doing a tribute to back to school starring Roddy Dangerfield. Mm -hmm. We come back a year later and something very strange has happened to this band. This is a weird video pooch. <laughs> 
I don't know what's weirder, the video or just the random things on Will Sassel's desk. <laughs> There's a huge plate of French fries. All right, let's let's set a little context here. So the video opens before the song even starts, and Will Sasso is playing this Dr. Phil-looking record label executive. At Island Records. Which was their real record label. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Have a seat. Take it easy on those chairs, Corinthian leather. Have you uh, heard the new album? No, I haven't heard the new no. album. I, I, I'm sure it's great. All sorts of songs about skateboarding and getting dumped. But then he begins to just make fun of them saying, hey, guys. Sum 41, the number thing, it's out. Blink-182, Green Day 75, these names are not cool. What's in now is the, okay? The hives, the strokes, the vines. He wants to change the name of the band to the sums. And this is what was happening in music at the time. There were a bunch of garage rock bands, mostly from New York City area, who were, I guess, somewhat popular at the time. This is kind of the confusing part of this video for me because they go on to change their name to the sums in the video. And they kind of parody another music video, the Strokes video for Last Night. Yeah. Which all takes place on the set of like an old looking um, variety show. And they kind of do their own version of that. It seems weird to me because I feel like one of the rules of parody should be that people know what you're parodying. Yeah. Like Sum 41 was so much bigger than the Strokes. Even though I I was a big Strokes fan at the time, I don't feel like they were ever on the TRL countdown. The one thing that always... I felt like it was a theme within like pop punk bands was this idea of selling out. <laughs> and this, this is their version of selling I out? I feel like this is their version of selling out. The only thing is their music didn't change at all. I would disagree. Oh. Because when I think of Sum 41, I think of just four dudes from Canada hey. acting real dumb and having fun. And the song is not that. It's kind of angry. Yeah. Okay. You beat me. It's like, I get it. It's a little angry. It's not that fast. It doesn't feel as punky. It does feel kind of like like they were trying to find Different. the halfway point to being like a, a garage rock band. Or were they angry that they were selling out? Oh, like they felt yeah. angry at themselves. Yeah, maybe they were just like, The oh, anger was sucks. directed inwards. They're, yeah. <laughs> maybe, possibly. I also feel like there's a theme with pop punk bands where they suffer from crippling insecurity after they get big and feel bad that they're in a pop punk band. I get, yeah, that's I mean, true. Blink-182 kept trying to be... Silly Blink-182. Well, they or, started off as like really silly band and then I feel like Tom DeLong ended up being very, like he wanted to make like U2 sounding music and he didn't want to make fart jokes anymore. Yeah, and wanted to talk about aliens all the time. I feel almost like pop punk bands are kind of like comedic actors where like Jim Carrey gets his start doing really silly stuff and then they feel this pressure after they become successful to do dramas i couldn't agree with you more do you think that some 41 this whole time wanted to become serious but they felt like this was a way in to be silly <laughs> yeah well they didn't do a good job of getting their message out yeah. <laughs> you know what they did do a good job of though hmm. wrecking this set okay so to set the stage here they're parodying a music video by another band The Strokes were a garage rock band at the time. They didn't want to make a video. And when their record label forced them to, they did a live music video on the set of like an old variety show. And midway through the song, uh, the stage started to fall apart. I guess that's something that really did happen. Like microphones started to fall over. They started to kind of trash their equipment. At one point, the lead singer of The Strokes throws his microphone across the stage. So I think that 
Sum 41 is kind of making reference to that here, but when they take they, it really far. They trash yeah. all of their stuff while the song is still going on. There you go. Yeah, the last like 20 seconds of the video is just them destroying thousands of dollars of equipment. Now, if you're a fan of the show, you know that we love to talk about rock bands smashing their guitars in music videos mm -hmm. and whether they really mean it or not. Yeah. To be honest, I think so far they've set the bar. <laughs> These guys so set the bar for, for on trashing the, stuff. So far on the countdown, I have not seen better guitar smashing than some 41. What, what is it that sets these guys apart? If you look at the technique, okay. it's all in the legs. <laughs> you gotta get your legs involved. Okay. I feel like a lot of people just hinge at the waist and smash the guitar. Mm. But if you watch the lead singer, he's hitting it. Look at, look at that brown sound, it's just driving. You got, you got Steve. Time out, we have to drummer. mention, the guy called himself brown sound. We are not calling yeah, no. the Indian American guitar player from some 41 brown sound. <laughs> This was his nickname. Yes. The, the it was a different Swedish time. bass player is named Cone. Okay. And he's slamming everything. And my favorite part about it is each one of them like takes turns. So the oh. drummer's smashing guitars. The bass player's smashing drums. It's just a big old free-for-all in the best way. You it, know, when I started watching the smashing, I was into it. Yeah. And then by the end, I thought this could be too much of a good thing. Ooh. You know, like on Seinfeld when uh, like people really started to like Kramer. Yeah. And he went from being like a five minute cameo in episodes to being like the whole episode. And yeah. You're like, oh, we don't need that much Kramer. That's kind of how I feel about this moment. Really? You don't like too much smashing. Too much Kramer. Yeah. Well, you know, little Kramer. Good. If the whole episode's about Kramer, I get sick of Kramer. I could see it. I get it. Not I my favorite it. Seinfeld episode. So you would not want to see a whole video, a music video of just people smashing guitars. It's too much. Too much. I don't want to become desensitized. To yeah. smashing of guitars. Once, yeah, once you see it, you're like, well, it's whatever now. Okay, Pooch, I know that you like conspiracies. Love them. In the Strokes video that they reference, there are these hidden messages oh, you projected got, in you the You got video. it too. Yeah, so in this video also, every now and then, I would say like every 45 seconds, Oh yeah. all of a sudden there's just a flash, like six frames of something. Did you pause the video to find out what it was? I got a couple. I got a couple. It looks like... Some 41 was giving us a little Da Vinci code. Oh, should we play like some and theme music from the Da Vinci code? I would love that. I think yeah, we, we should just play the guy whipping himself. <laughs> you know, I've never actually seen the Paul Bettany's just whipping himself. I've never right seen now. the Da Vinci code, but it sounds fascinating. Now. Play that and then play a scene. Ian McKellen explaining like, should I just play that in the background? Just play, while a couple, about play a couple of clips from that. That'd be great. Okay. But there's a couple of Easter eggs, couple Da Vinci codes, I should say. Okay. One is like a shot of uh, like the hangman. Like we would used to used to play the game as a kid, the hangman game. Okay. You'd write it on the paper. Mm. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it. But uh, we see S U blank blank one. Now, what do you think? Yeah, were they, what were they trying to say? Also, there's a strange text. Okay. That says L A O space okay ghq space uh, ke9 so it's almost like wheel of fortune like you have to fill in the blanks i want to know what is some 41 warning us about <laughs> what are they preparing <laughs> us for okay they're no gonna be one like knows. hillary will lose the general election <laughs> like what project blue beam should we just reveal to the audience that you 
think Bigfoot might be real. Let's go. Let's okay. go. There. So Isaac and I were just in Yosemite together. <laughs> yep. We were just camping. We hang out outside of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And Isaac is a non-believer. In Bigfoot. In Bigfoot. I am a full believer in Bigfoot. You are a, you're 100% sold out on the idea of Bigfoot. 100%. He's out there. The okay. truth is out there. All right. We saw a bear while we were out there. Okay. And I'm just saying, I guarantee there's been some mistaken identities going on because that bear looked a lot like a squatch. And I think a squatch can look a lot like a bear. So you think we might've seen, and I love how you're shortening it to a squatch. Oh yeah. Cause the people who are the believers out there, they know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The squatch heads out there. Yeah. All yeah. the squat, all my squatch heads out there. Let me hear you howl. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And you explained to me that that's how a Sasquatch actually sounds. Those are, those are vocalizations of a Sasquatch. Whoop, whoop. So there's also tree knocks. Okay. Oh, that, that is that got my dog riled up. <laughs> Maggie, it's okay. There's no squatches out there. So wait, what are tree knocks? Tree knocks are how Bigfoots can communicate to other Bigfoots or big feet. I'm not sure the the enunciation. So for what that. would be like? What would be a situation where tree knocks would be used? If you and I were out in the woods and maybe we got too close to a habitat of squatches, maybe another one would warn squatches not to come by. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe a youngling got away from his mom. Okay. And mom was hitting the tree to warn the youngling to now, get why back would to the she, nest. Now, why would she do a tree knock instead of a hoot? Bigfoots are known to be very, very quiet okay. and ninja-like, and they don't want to give away their position with a howl. Okay, so if you're out in the forest and you hear a knock, okay, there is a chance that a Sasquatch mother has lost her child and is looking for it, but trying not to get your attention. Not a chance, Isaac. Okay. 100% fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so taking it back to the Sum 41 video, yes. do you think that they're trying to tell us about Sasquatch? I mean, my heart wants to believe so, but... <laughs> I don't know if they believe in Sasquatch. Maybe they're telling us uh, not to sell out. Be yourselves. Oh, you think that that's what the message is? Be Might yourself, be, I think, don't I sell think out. Lao King 9 means don't sell out in some 41 talk. <laughs> this is how com- Canadians yeah, it's a, communicate it's all, with one another. Yeah, just like Bigfoots communicate with tree knocks. Yeah. Canadians talk to each other in weird hieroglyphics. Well, I have to say. Yes. I, I like old Sum 41 music videos. They're fun. This video, I don't know, man. The video is whatever. It, it's, I, I was never. They got a, to smash things, but I just feel like yeah. what happened to the fun? I've always been a fan of storytelling yeah. in videos. I've never been a huge fan of, of where musicians or the music video is just them performing the song. Right. I feel like there's just not a whole lot to parody if you're parodying the strokes. And I had no idea that's what they were doing until you just told me. Yeah, the videos look almost identical. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it after the podcast. When I first saw that Strokes video, when that came on in 2002, I remember being really impressed by it because it's one of the few music videos where the band plays the song live. It's a really interesting way to experience the song. It's, it's a, a new version of the song. They're like the Les Mis of music videos. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that every single time you saw the video, it was a new version of them playing it? Like they just hung out in a TV studio all day? I would love to think that. It's like, oh, Pooch is watching TV. Everybody get up. <laughs> Last night. She, that's a song, right? Yeah. She's a, yeah, she is And he's wearing those big old glasses. 
And he looks super British. Nah, dude, there's no glasses in the strokes. Maybe I'm thinking of a different video. What are you thinking of? Might be thinking of... Uh, He's wearing the big old glasses and he looks British? What? Maybe I'm thinking of the British band Oasis. <laughs> I think you might be thinking of Oasis. That might be who I'm thinking of. <laughs> the strokes are American as apple pie. Uh, well, New York pizza, maybe. <laughs> they, were, they had New York values. This uh, video was directed by Mark Klausfeld. He did all of Sum 41's videos. Not my favorite video, but um, still, I like the Will Sasso intro. Oh, that's my favorite part of the video. Yeah, I could watch that over and over again. I think After really that, funny. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay, but I, I want more Will Sasso. If he came out and was like, shut this down, shut it down now, and then they started to beat mm-hmm. up the stage. They needed one more appearance from Will Sasso. Multiples. As I was watching it, I was like, Will Sasso in an alternate timeline could have played the sports guy on Anchorman. Ooh, you know, champ kind. Yeah. I feel like he could have done that. I wonder if he was up for that. Oh, that's heartbreaking to think what could have been. Yeah. All right. We should move on to the next video at number nine, Jay Z featuring Beyonce. Oh, three Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. All I need in this life is sin. It's me and my girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend. I'm just going to start off by saying that I don't like songs with flamenco guitar in them. <laughs> I don't. So you're not a Santana fan. <laughs> no, I, I, that means I probably hate every Santana song. I get it. Do you I, like flamenco? I don't hate it. I think it needs to be a certain type of song. Okay. Like I'm okay with one flamenco guitar. Is it a flamingo? Flamenco. Flamenco? Not, it's not the animal flamingo? No, sir. Oh, I love flamingos. <laughs> I feel like flamenco guitar in a hip-hop video just feels like like fake luxury. It, it feels like the Cheesecake Factory where they like do the decor in a way that feels fancy, but you know it's not. It's like seeing a movie at City Walk. Yeah, it is. Like, you, you it's a City Walk date. So, you, think, you think you're doing something big, mm-hmm. but you, you realize you're still at City Walk. <laughs> You know, if if you want to experience this song, you don't even have to look it up on YouTube. Go to Cheesecake Factory. I'm sure they're playing it. And then go to City Walk. And then you will feel what it feels like to listen to a flamenco-based hip-hop song. I'm still bummed that it's not called Flamingo. (laughs) Did you think it was Flamingo guitar? I thought that's what you called it. Oh, pooch. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Flamingo guitar. I'm going to call it the Flamingo guitar, though. Okay. But it's flamenco? It is flamenco. All right. Do you know when I was a little kid, I called, I, I said the word maybe with an N until I was like 10. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I thought pretty, it was maybe. That's cute though. No one corrected me. I used to think my dad was black <laughs> until I was. <laughs> that's a much bigger problem. Seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But he's just really tan. Okay. My dad was a tennis pro. He's a tennis coach now. He's out in the sun every day. And he's he's very dark. And uh-huh. I had never seen anyone that color before. Okay, yeah. I'd say that is on the same level as me mispronouncing a word. Yeah. And then it wasn't until Lethal Weapon where I found out I was white. Wait, how did you find out? I asked my dad, hey, dad, let's play Lethal Weapon. I'm Mel Gibson. You're Danny Glover. He goes, why am I Danny Glover? I go, because you're black. Oh, no. And he goes, hey, bud, we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... When I found out. Wow. So okay. Thank you, Mel Gibson. Thank you, uh, Danny Glover, for opening my eyes. Clearing that up. I guess that wouldn't be a talk that you would normally have with your dad. Well, like, Dad, what is your ethnicity? Yeah. Tell me. Why am I lighter than you? Yeah. 
And he was like, no, I'm not black. I'm just very, very tan. My dad's Italian, so he's got the Italian roots. We should mention that your last name is Puccinelli, which is that's where super the pooch Italian. Come, that's where the pooch comes from. Yeah, we didn't just pick pooch yeah, out I'm of not nowhere. Pr- I'm not Prince, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you don't look like a canine. I didn't name, I didn't give myself one name. Yeah. My dad is pooch. My brother's pooch. I'm pooch. Every male in my family has gone by pooch. It's like uh, how George Foreman named all his sons George. Easy. You're the pooches. We're the pooches. Big pooch, little pooch, baby pooch. I would watch this reality show. The pooches? The pooches, yeah. You're like the duck dynasty of like Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, I should mention that you have a giant beard and wear a bandana at all times. Oh, yeah. So USA all the way. Pretty similar, yeah. <laughs> and I do make amazing duck calls. Yeah, you do. Well, Bigfoot calls. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> We're going so far down this Sasquatch rabbit hole. How did we get from Jay-Z to Sasquatch? <laughs> so I do think at some point... It's only a matter of time before we reach a music video that actually has a Sasquatch in it. Yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head who would have it. Tenacious D. You know, I, I can think of one off the top of my head. Who's got a Squatch in there? There's video? a Beastie Boys music video. I can't remember the song. It was off uh, the Five Burrows album. You love the Beastie Boys. I was a big Beastie Boys fan growing up. I love them. Yeah. They're great. They're one of the best all, like bands of all time. Yeah. Would you call them a band or a rap group? Well, they, they did play instruments sometimes, so I call them so good. Yeah, they were great. And I still think Sabotage is one of the best songs of all time. I would have to agree. That intro, that guitar, mm-hmm. that scream, that old Jewish woman scream is one of my favorite things <laughs> can in you, the world. Can you give me a quick Sabotage? Uh, I just love how he would sing it, because he would sing it like, can't stand it, I know you planned it, I'm going to set it straight this water gate. <laughs> it is an old Jewish Very name. old, like, get your behind back in here now, Isaac. You know, people loved your Tom DeLong from yeah, last week. They better have, because it took me years to perfect that M- one. Multiple people hit me up saying that was the best Tom DeLong they'd ever heard. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> that should be a reoccurring thing on the show. Just randomly Just call random, that out. Where are you? Um, Jay-Z. Back Beyonce, to Jay-Z. Where are Bonnie, you? Bonnie. Clyde. O three. It's, it's called O three. Very forward thinking because this is from O2. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So it was directed by Chris Robinson. It features Lance Reddick from The Wire playing a police officer because the video is about a modern day Bonnie and Clyde played by Jay-Z and Beyonce. And the other FBI agent, I don't know his name, but he's the lead singer of The Wonders from the movie That Thing You Do. No. Cue the music. Wait, you're telling me this guy right there. That's not the guy. I don't know what his name is. I'm also very... Are you sure about this? Have you double-checked this? I don't even need to double-check it. I know the lead singer of The Wonders. (laughs) Show me me him really quick. They got the guy from the movie That That Thing Thing You You Do Do. to play a background actor in a Jay-Z video? He's got a couple lines. He's just the other FBI agent. If it was me... I'd hit Mexico across the border. Oh my gosh, you might be right. Oh, I'm not. It's not a question. So of you might didn't be you right. didn't find this out through any research? No, I just knew this just from the old dome. Well, I really messed up that headline. Who cares if Lance Reddick is in this? Jonathan Skate, right there, my friend. I mean, right I really there. feel like he didn't do a whole lot after the movie. It's so. weird because that thing you do love that movie. And Great you see movie. Him, 
very handsome man. You're like, that's a leading man. Incredibly right good looking. Yeah. How is he not at least on like a CSI, yeah. like Miami or something? CSI Cleveland, I could see. He could on. do that, yeah. This is the crazy thing about this industry, Isaac. Yes. You never know. <laughs> Tell me more. You can be the star of a movie mm -hmm. and then we can never hear from you again. True. And one other crazy thing about this video, mm -hmm. instead of wearing an FBI hat, <laughs> Jonathan Skeech or Sketch, Skech, decides to wear a Baltimore Raven hat. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this a callback to The Wire? You know, I think The Wire was on in like 04 or 05. Because it takes place in Baltimore. That is weird. So far, we have two videos on the countdown that are set in Da Vinci Codes. Yes. There's, there's Da Vinci Codes dropping everywhere. Everywhere. Is this the term for like any sort of connection that you can make about anything? Da Vinci Codes. That's a Da Vinci Code. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> So Jonathan Skates has got his Baltimore Ravens hat. The dude next to him was on the wire. That show takes place in Baltimore. Uh-huh. Da Vinci Code. I'm, I feel like Tom Hanks in Venice uncover. I'm, I guess he's in Venice. Where does he do? He's in Rome in Da Vinci Code. Yes. Whatever. I've never seen it. Well, maybe we'll watch it after this. I'm down. So this video and song are kind of famous for being the moment when Beyonce made somewhat of a departure from being kind of a clean cut pop princess, added a little edge yeah. to her persona. Yeah. Also, it's the song that was the first indication that Jay-Z and Beyonce kind of had a romantic thing yeah. going on. I now, could, yeah. just watching this video, Pooch, mm -hmm. how would you rate their chemistry? Would you think that something was going on here? At some points of the video, not the whole video. Uh-huh. But you know what really did it for me? Hmm. I knew they were in love when they were both wearing matching Timberland boots. Oh. She had the Timberland high heel boots on. He had the Tims on. And I was like, all right, they got to be a couple because couples do that stuff. You know, that's not something you do with just any old guest artist on your track. No way. It is interesting to watch this video because I do feel like you can sense some kind of chemistry. Maybe I'm just kind of imposing this yeah. in retrospect, knowing that they would end up together. But I do feel like there's some sort of connection there. And I feel like they're not really trying to hide it. They're probably embracing like the phone booth. There is a scene where they're in a phone booth. Should we, we got to set up this whole video. Let's set it up. People are like, what are you talking about? Get, or are they going, hey, get back to the Squatch Talk. <laughs> That's a podcast right there. Squatch, Squatch Talk? Squatch Talk. So basically, guys, to get back to this video, Jay-Z and Beyonce are the modern day Bonnie and Clyde. They're on the run. Right. They are on the run driving a sick Aston Martin, probably dangerously fast. And then we cut to the lead singer of The Wonders. <laughs> The guy from The cop. Wire, they're cops. It's a very Tommy Lee Jones from The Fugitive oh, vibe. Yeah. They're like, we got to catch these two characters. Mm -hmm. And they're on the run. So basically the whole video is the FBI chasing Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. They're like staying in motels. There are a lot of locations in this video. It's all over the place. There's a lot of locations. There's a lot of setups, a lot of, a lot of cameras broken down, reset up. You know, this is kind of similar to another video we've already discussed. Or a couple episodes ago, we talked about Enrique Iglesias' video for Hero. Yes. He's also in a Bonnie and Clyde type situation with Jennifer Love Hewitt mm -hmm. in that video. And they kind of do the same things. I feel like music videos, obviously, you, you aren't able to use dialogue or sound other than the song to communicate anything. So I feel like a lot of the same visual tropes get used over and over again in some of these stories. Yeah. I feel like you can instantly tell that they're Bonnie and Clyde because they have a bag full of cash that they're counting 
in a hotel room. Absolutely. The only difference between this video and Enrique, Jay-Z and Beyonce are smart enough to zip the bag up. Right. Enrique was just letting the cash Let, fly. Just letting it rain uh-huh. down the old 66 highway. <laughs> the old 66. What's the highway? I think it's called Route 66. Route 66. Yeah. I like the old 66. The old 66. <laughs> but JC, you know you're about your money when you zip that Louis Vuitton bag up. Right. For two people who are on the run and trying to lay low, they're real flashy people. Very flashy. They got an Aston Martin, but they mm-hmm. put a car cover over it, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So let's park it. Let's put a dusty car cover over it so no one will assume anything. At one point, she's wearing a flamenco dress. You mean a flamingo dress? A flamingo dress. dress. She's dressed like a flamingo in the restaurant. Standing on one leg and no one's paying her any mind. (laughs) Uh, The video ends with a big standoff. And there's a little bit of a twist. Now, I want to say I'm impressed by the scale of this video. It's not yeah. just a story of two cops in a cop car chasing <laughs> oh, no. them around. We're talking helicopters. And, and there's actual guns in this video too. Like the cops are holding rifles, which you just don't see anymore in like a big pop video just because everyone's very yeah. shy about about using guns p- for good reason. They really went all out. Like this yeah. looks as big as like the ending of Seven. Oh, wow. That, that's what came to mind just it because very, it yeah, kind of d- looks like a similar location. Deserty. Yeah, it goes from a fun Bonnie and Clyde Jay-Z music video Mm -hmm. to a Michael Bay movie. It totally does. So the end scene is Jay-Z and Beyonce are driving down the old 66 highway. Old 66. The old 66 is blocked. Mm -hmm. The car comes to a screeching halt. Barricade of police officers. I'm sweating just thinking about it. And Mm -hmm. you know what happened to the original Bonnie and Clyde? What what happened to them? They were shot and killed. Ooh. Is that what's going to happen so to Beyonce I'm, and Jay? I'm shaking right now. I'm thinking, are, are, are the king and queen going to get shot? No. The FBI agent, get out of your car now. <sighs> the door's open. And it's not Jay-Z or <sighs> Beyonce. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It is two gas station attendants <laughs> that Jay-Z switched the cars with. And we know this because we see Jay-Z and Beyonce driving off. Mm-hmm. In an old truck. An old pickup truck. They switch with these guys. And what's the response? I mean, we all know that the actor from That Thing You Do is an amazing actor. What does he do? I think he takes his hat off and throws it on the the ground. Does he? Hold on. Rewind that. Rewinding the video. (laughs) I want to see because that could be a Da Vinci code. Does he drop a Da Vinci code here? Is he like season one of The Wire coming to HBO? Coming to HBO. (laughs) Hands are up. Oh, God. Sunglasses come off. He waves off the helicopter. This is everyone's favorite part of, of the podcast is us just telling you what is happening yeah. as we watch the video. Everyone goes home. Yeah. We actually don't see the lead singer of The Wonders. Oh, he disappeared. He doesn't even get to be in the big finale. No. All that happens is uh, the guy from The Wire takes his glasses off. And he waves the helicopter away. Get out of here. Hilo, we don't need you anymore. We cut to Jay-Z and Beyonce on the beach. It's kind of an homage to the 1993 movie True Romance. Great movie. With Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette. Where they end up on the beach at the end. So they get away. Crime does pay. Yeah, it pays to be bad. (laughs) You know, one of the interesting things about this video, first of all, this is a great video. Beyonce looks unbelievable in this video. Yeah. And I'm, I hate to say it, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan. Really? This is surprising to me. Okay, here's my beef. All right. Here's my beef with Bay. Okay. It's not that I don't like Beyonce. Uh-huh. I don't like 
how people put her on this pedestal. Like she's better than everybody else. Okay. I feel like you're not allowed to say bad things about her. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, Pink Panther 2 wasn't that great, <laughs> Beyonce. People forget about People that era. People forget about it. People forget about Austin Powers 2. Yeah. Or was it 3? What? Which one was she in? She was in 3. She was in Heather three. Graham was in 2. That's right. Yeah. Man, she was, forgotten era for Beyonce. She was uh, in Gold Member, you know? Do you think she ever puts that on for fun? I'd or like, she's like, let's forget about that. I'd like to. I hope she has a personality enough to put that on. <laughs> but it's like, I understand, Beyonce, you are an unbelievable entertainer. One mm-hmm. of the greatest of all time. I mean, you saw her Coachella set? No. Oh, you should watch that. I'll watch it. I'll give it. I mean, it's it a like a hundred hours long, but it's so good. She's unbelievable. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say anything about her talent. I mm-hmm. just don't like people's reaction where they'll talk so negatively about themselves, but then Beyonce is the greatest thing in the world. I mean, she is pretty great. She's pretty great, <laughs> but hey, she's just a human being. If you're going to overrate someone, you'd be overrate Beyonce. I feel am like I, just, I would overrate her. Am I just wrong? With no, my rant? no. I mean, she is a, a a human being. I think maybe. Yeah. She could just be like a magical character. She's like a unicorn or a yeah. a squatch. She's like a very pretty sasquatch. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I had to bring it home for you. Now you're speaking. You're like my you know language. what? She's great. She's like a squatch. Her squatch calls would. Be so gorgeous. <laughs> I would love to hear Beyonce squatch call. Can you try one? <laughs> I'd come running. Um, one last thing about this. Yes. Kanye produced this track. Really? Yeah. I, I forgot about that. I had no Before idea. Before he was a rapper, of course, Kanye did a lot of Jay-Z songs. This was one of them. I, and I, I was like, you know what? Still hate the flamenco. I was going to say, Kanye was a flamingo guitar fan. Dude, but he would call it a flamingo guitar. We're also forgetting that this is a song that they sampled from Tupac. Right. This is a, a Tupac, a Tupac song. song called um, Being My Girlfriend. Yeah, talking about his gun. Oh, it was. You know, Tupac, I, as much as I love hip hop, not a huge Tupac fan. I get it. It just never, I always took Biggie over, over Pac. Oh. And I've never heard this song, and I didn't know it was about a gun. So. Yeah, so this was a Tupac song, and they throw a little homage because there's a part in the video where they go by a Tupac mural mm. on the wall. So it's like, let's pay homage to the guy that we're ripping their song off of. <laughs> so good for you guys. But his song, I won't lie, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good song. I'll have to go and check it out. Because he's um, talking about his 45. Okay, so impressive video. We had a fun time talking about it, but it's time to move on to <laughs> yes one of one of my favorite videos from this era for so many reasons. Number eight, Jennifer Lopez, Jenny from the Block. block there what's going on i i can't afford premium or or youtube red come on isaac i think it's free the ad blocker uh <laughs> throw me under the bus isaac <laughs> so we had mentioned earlier that there was a fly girl one of the dancers from in living color on mm-hmm. the countdown of course we're talking about jennifer lopez J-Lo. she of course went from being a fly girl on in living color to being a singer and also an actress around this time. She was, I feel like she was about as big as you can get. I think time. this was, so this is when she was dating Ben Affleck. Right. So really, if we were only <laughs> going to talk about one thing regarding this video, it would be the fact that Ben Affleck, Mr. Batman, Mr. The Town, Mr. Goodwill Hunting, Mr. Argo. Keep going. Mr. 
Uh, Shakespeare in Love. Mr. Reindeer Games. Mr. Reindeer Games. Mr. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> what, if, what else am I missing here? Uh, Let's read every single one of his movies. Mr. Daredevil. Movie. Mr. Daredevil. <laughs> I'm going to call him Mr. Daredevil. Okay. Uh, so he's in this video, Mr. Daredevil. And it's because at the time he was dating Jennifer Lopez. Benford. Right. Of all the 2000s power couples. Oh. Do you think they were the, the I top? I think they were the top. Would you put them over like Brad Pitt and uh, Jennifer Aniston? Absolutely. Would you put them over Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp? 100%. Would you put them over Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears? Absolutely. Would you put them over Jennifer Love Hewitt and Carson Daly? Ooh. It's close. That's a close call. <laughs> Would you put them over the guy from LFO and Jennifer Love Hewitt? Ooh. Okay. Calm down. It's, it's getting, it's it's getting, getting tough. Hot. Would you put them over the lead singer Sum 41 and Avril Lavigne? Can I answer it with an Avril Lavigne line? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not as good as your Tom DeLonge, but up there. <laughs> um, I feel like this video was a real message video, just like the song. She was trying to send a message. She's dropping Da Vinci Codes all over this video. <laughs> this video should be called the Da Vinci Code because it's all one big subtweet to the public. Yeah, and it was a video about answering back to the invasion of privacy she was getting. Her, so the paparazzi the were following paparazzi her and Ben Affleck. were all over her because Ben Affleck. Mr. Daredevil. Mr. Daredevil. Mr. Reindeer Games. Mr. Days and Confused. Mr. Goodwill Hunting. Mr. Argo. Mr. The Town. Mr. Uh, what was that weird movie he just directed where he was like a 20s gangster? Oh, like, yeah. Whatever that was. Night. Mr. Own the Night. Own the Night or something. Mr. Batman v. Superman. Donna Justice. Mr. Justice League. Mr. Pearl Harbor. Okay. <laughs> That's a great movie. You mean Mr. Project Greenlight? He was on that for a couple episodes. He was. You mean Mr. The Battle of Shaker Heights? He executive produced it. <laughs> wow. Mr. Guest episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wait. Yeah, he was on an episode. What episode? He, he oh. played like a police officer. Mm. Uh, fun fact about Ben Affleck. He was on when he hosted SNL. Yeah. He did a sketch where he goes, hey, everyone, my name is Officer Puccinelli, but you guys can call me Pooch. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that should be like a drop that we put in here. I won't lie though. I love this song. Yes. I think JLo's never looked better. Amazing cargo pants. Iconic mm -hmm. cargo pants. And we get our second appearance from Timberland high heel boots. Timberland high heel boots were big. Oh, two. Everybody had a pair. That was the look. So the whole video can be summed up like this. It's yeah. almost completely told from the perspective of a paparazzi lens. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez on vacation. It's Jennifer Lopez with her friends. Jennifer Lopez on a yacht. And it's all surveillance camera footage. Yeah. Searching for her, finding her, and snapping photos of her. It's an interesting way to tell this story. And this video is directed by Francis Lawrence, one of our favorite directors on this countdown. Absolutely. I know that there's one scene in this video that stands out to you among there's not all others. There's just one scene. Right. There's multiple scenes. Give me your top top three. So, <laughs> count them down, Pooch. Okay, number three. Coming in at number three on the J-Lo countdown. Is Ben Affleck kissing. <laughs> Dude, this is number one for me. This, this, how oh, can no, you no, possibly? No. Nah, you're starting got, too high. No, 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 you no. can't top this. It's mm -mm. on a yacht. Mm -mm. Jennifer Lopez is lounging in the sun on her stomach. Yeah. In a white undershirt. Ben Affleck leans over. Uh, wait, wait, a white, like a white tank top. Yes. Okay. 
wait. I've never heard white undershirt. undershirt. Yeah. I'm trying not to say wife beater. Yeah, I get Everybody that. knows what I that is, it. right? He's wearing How a wife beater, guys. Allowed. How is that still a thing, people? I feel like you could walk into like like a Target and be like, hey, I'm looking for men's undershirts, and they'd be like, oh, you mean wife beaters? You mean wife beaters? They're over by the chocolate reasons. <laughs> so anyway. So this is number three for me. This is number three, but we haven't even revealed what he did. Number three. All that people know is that he's in a he's, white undershirt. He's in a white undershirt on the front of the of a yacht. Right. So you you summed up this video as paparazzi. Yes. I sum up this video with Ben Affleck is all over that booty. <laughs> and, ben Affleck is glued uh-huh. to J Lo's booty in this video. Yes. So number three booty shot. Ben Affleck is smooching. He leans down and he, kisses it. He almost blesses it. <laughs> it's you know, it's a very tender kiss. It's a cute kiss. Like you uh-huh. can tell they're in love. That's not like a ferocious we just met. It's like, hey, we've put some time in. It's not a peck though either. No, he's got full suction. Yeah. <laughs> there I feel like he left a mark. Hickey, for sure. Yeah. Left a, left a birthmark. She doesn't even seem to notice. I don't even know if she's she continuing any. conversation with her friends. She's just chat, and he's doing this in front of her her girlfriends. Yeah, just like jealous ladies, <laughs> but the sexiest man alive isn't kissing your butt. Was he a people sexiest? Absolutely. Man alive? Well, look at him in this video. I mean, this is pre. He's he's good looking. He's a little corny looking. In this, this is video. when he was still on the on the thinner side. Oh, you went he's there a little thinner. Here's the um, thing: I'm all time Ben Affleck fan. Are you? I love. Do you ben rate Affleck. him above Matt Damon? I enjoy Ben Affleck more than Matt Damon. Mr. Boiler Room. Mr. Okay. Mr. Dogma. Bro, his scenes in do- in uh, Boiler Room are impressive. I've not, you know, I've never actually seen Boiler it. Boiler Room is kind of like a younger generation's Wall Street. Oh, okay. I'll with, check that out. With uh, Giovanni Ribisi. We'll put that on after we watch Da Vinci Code tonight. Yes. So Da Vinci Code, Pearl Harbor, Boiler Room tonight. Okay. So it's going to be a long night. Oh, all night. Okay, so. So two is they're in a hot tub. Okay. Oh, right. he lifts her up. He dirty dances, lifts her. Like Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. Yes. He he basically picks her up by the waist. Yep. Hoists her in the air. Like, as if she was a baby. <laughs> it does look like that. Literally. And we get a close-up shot uh-huh. of what everybody loves about J-Lo. Well, what Ben Affleck definitely loves about ben J-Lo. Ben Affleck, they in love. You're talking about? The famous J-Lo booty. Right. So we get a close-up paparazzi <laughs> shot. She's in a beautiful blue bikini. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing a theme to these moments, Pooch. <laughs> oh, that all of them involve a booty? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, I'm just speaking from the heart. Okay, so so that's your number two? So number one, Okay. I go back. Wait, I thought we were talking about obscene Ben Affleck moments in this. Yeah, sure. Okay. I just happened to notice that they all take place around the vicinity of JLo's booty, but yes. continue with your Ben Affleck quote fingers countdown. Number one, it's kind of a two parter. Okay. Ben Affleck. Yes. Is still in that lounging position back on the yacht, back on the yacht with the undershirt, Uh huh. kind of hugging her backside. Once again, is this really a Ben Affleck countdown? <laughs> it might be. Okay. Caressing her backside. Yes. And then he gets very aggressive. Yes, he and does. Unties her bikini 
but he does it in a very flaunting, like, look what I get, everybody. He look tosses what, it. Look what I get to unwrap uh-huh. for Christmas every year, and you don't. <laughs> and it's just, there's so much, like, you talked about Ben Affleck being corny. Yeah. He doesn't look corny here. He's got some major. <laughs> he showed me. He's got some major swag. Woo. He's holding, you know what? Like a basketball player will shoot a three-pointer. He'll leave that hand up. He's got follow-through. Yeah. His, his bra-taking follow-through is... Uh-huh stellar he's doing like the jim jones balling <laughs> uh yeah i you know what you're right he's not corny at all no ben affleck is as cool as jim jones oh yeah mr gone girl <laughs> mr runner runner runner, runner. mr live by night that's the weird movie that yeah. we own the night live by night that's what i was thinking of. <laughs> we own the night um you know, Jennifer Lopez gives, I think, one of the best performances in a pop video. Okay. In this video. Tell me. When she's actually performing in her kind of iconic cargo pants look, it just feels so effortless. Well, she's an amazing dancer. She's incredible. And I feel like this this whole video is like the complete package. And the only thing that throws me off every time I see it is Ben Affleck. I, I completely understand. I feel like you think they should have stayed together. As much as I love that idea, mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez. Okay. They're very cute together. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope this one lasts. Mm. I actually well, have time a fe- will tell. I, I actually have a feeling this one will be yeah. what J-Lo's always wanted, which is true love. Oh. Well, that I don't know if there's anything else that I can really add to this. I think we summed I'm, it up. I'm speechless. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I don't think Mr. Jersey girl, Mr. <laughs> Geely, Mr. The sum of all fears. Geely. How did we not even connect that dot? I mean, they uh, were both in a movie together called Geely and it was terrible. Have you seen it? It was, it's so bad. Isaac never seen it. It's one of the worst movies of all time. You know, they have so much chemistry in this video. Yeah. You would think a whole movie of this transfer. Do you have a favorite Ben Affleck quote? quote or from like from a movie not like a life quote i don't know if he has any good life quotes (laughs) not you mean not the person but him playing a character yeah like a character quote uh does he have like a good quote remember that part in um goodwill hunting where he's like every day i come to pick you up (laughs) he doesn't talk like that my accents are so bad pooch that was wait what every day i come to pick you up (laughs) you got one thing right with that accent yeah they do are like construction workers so that does sound like construction he's like he's like matt damon Maybe. Every day when I come to pick you up, I secretly deep down hope you won't be there. The best part of my day <laughs> is that 10 seconds when I walk from my car to your front door, hoping that you're not going to answer. Was that pretty good? Same thing. Okay. We, we did the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it sounded the same. Um, guys, this was a lot of fun rehashing Ben <laughs> Affleck's career. Um, <sighs> let's move on to number seven. Ooh. So number seven is a video I had never seen before by a band I had never heard of (laughs) singing a song I did not know existed. At number seven, it's O-Town with These Are The Days. The thing about the song, Mm -hmm. Low key kind of does it for me. You like the song. I low key like the song. Okay. Low key like. Low key like. Low key like. Not love or door. <laughs> I was telling you earlier that 
I was so weirded out when I saw this video because I really, I, I feel like I know this era of music. Yeah. I know this era of pop music. I know this era of TRL. I don't remember this band. And as I watched it, I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to look up any background information about this band. I feel like I can guess in just a few questions what this band was all about. I hope, hopefully I can answer those questions. Do you know, do you know a lot about O-Town? Not a lot. I just, they, they never did it for me. I feel like there's three possibilities for what O-Town is. All right. Was O-Town an international band from another country? Not that I know of. So they were from America. They were from okay, America. Okay, scratch they were that all one. American. Scratch that one. Was O-Town a real band? Or were they like a fictitious band from a movie or TV show? 100% real. Okay. My last guess. All right. Was O-Town low-key a Christian boy band? I think so. <laughs> really? I don't know if that's uh, like uh, accurate, <laughs> but this that's the vibe I got. I feel like if it's a knockoff version of something that was popular in the 2000s, yeah. and I've never heard of it, it's like a Christian. It was a Christian band. Christian Hollister ad. Yes, that's what this entire video looks like. They're like Hollister meets a Christian praise and worship band. <laughs> it's like the handsomest guy from the mega church that you went to as a kid. Yep. Joined four other handsomest guys from other mega churches. Formed a boy band of guys who work at Hollister. Wow. I think you hit it right on the on the head. <laughs> Ding. That is, we need a sound effect for that. For when I hit it right on the head? We need like, a, like an axe splitting a piece of wood <laughs> or like a dart hitting the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do them so I don't or, have to throw them in later. Or a, a, a three-point game winning shot. <sighs> That's the buzzer. <laughs> Every time you... Tell me to put a sound effect in afterwards. It means that at some point I have to go in there and put in a sound effect. Oh, sorry. It takes, and it's <laughs> so I'm just going to try to do them live so like this. Next, we, you're reminding me of Michael Winslow from Police Academy right now. Oh, are my sound effects that good? They're, they're so good. Are they as good as my Ben Affleck impressions? Better. Hey. How are you? <laughs> Every time when I get back from the construction yard. <laughs> Please do Ben Affleck mm-hmm. making the sound of a car starting and driving away <laughs> okay it's it's not working at first it's an old car okay <laughs> is that good and then wait and then it actually catches oh there we go there we go okay i got the car started now hey <laughs> hey will i'll see you later <laughs> oh i peel out <laughs> Those bricks aren't going to lay themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this O-Town video was directed by Mark Webb. We've talked about him before. Everybody knows he directed 500 Days of Summer. He produced Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He, I think, probably was just getting a start around this time. And he, I think, did a really good job on this video. Basically, you see these five guys from O-Town. who I guess we're just going to go with the fact that they were all in a mega church worship band. Absolutely. Um, So the five members of Hillsong are out in the desert. Uh, Speaking of the desert, yes. what is it with boy bands being stranded? In the desert. I feel like, do boy bands have friends that are not in the boy band? We've seen a couple boy band videos in deserts. It seems like that is a common... Or just, they're always alone. I'll tell you why so many music videos take place 
cheap. in deserts. Cheap. Well, here's the thing. Most music videos shoot in Los Angeles. Okay. And you can drive an hour outside of Los Angeles and end up in the desert. That's true. So if you're looking for a quick and easy way to shoot something that doesn't just look like Los Angeles, you drive yeah. to the desert. And this is actually, I think this takes place at a pretty um, overused location that is a combination gas station, diner, and uh, I think a bar. It's called um, Four Aces. Anytime you see a music video in the desert that takes place in a gas station right. or where that's one of the locations, you will also see a bar and a diner because all those locations are right next to each other. Some some guys owned it for like years. Okay. You can rent the whole thing out. You got yourself a music video. So the whole O-Town video is these five handsome guys in the desert. At one point, they drive back to a party in what looks like South Pasadena, I don't know what they were doing in the desert. Me neither. The way they come, they the way they come back to this party is as if they were soldiers returning home. Like the everybody's of, so excited to see. So them. excited, and it was like, guys, you were only gone for a day. A hero's welcome. Oh man, the way Ashley, which is the blonde guy. How do you know their names? He had a uh, reality TV show. You know, my wife was watching these videos with me, and she was like, "I know the guy with the blonde hair." Yeah, and really. If you're directing a music video for O-Town, do you even take the time to learn their names or do you just call them by their haircuts? Because they each have yeah. very intense haircut. There's a guy who basically, I would call Rage Against the Machine. Ooh, Zach he's, got those, he's got those dreads. I'd be like, yo, Rage Dreads. Hey, Rage Dreads. Get over here. What would you call... You're in this next shot. What would you call this guy? PacSun Cash Register. Wow. Because if you go to PacSun and you, you want to buy like some, some jean shorts... This guy is behind the counter. What would you call this guy? Oh, that's easy. Counter Reeves and Speed. Nice. He's doing the classic yeah. buzz. What about uh, what about Ashley? Well, obviously Ashley gets you learn his name because he's going to go on to be the the one who is apparently on a TV show. He's the babe. And then wait, there's I, one more guy, but they barely ever cut to him. It's the black guy. Oh, he's got the Sideshow Bob. He's got a Sideshow Bob haircut. Mini Sideshow Bob. Mm -hmm. He's got the miniature Sideshow Bob. The thing about O-Town, though, is they were pretty diverse. I noticed this. This is one of the few boy bands that's not all white. Yeah. O-Town gets an A for diversity. Yeah, O-Town gets an A-Town for <laughs> an diversity. A. <laughs> they get a C-minus, though, in fashion, because it really looks like the stylist went no further than the American Eagle Outfitters to pick out all their outfits. Oh, yeah, all these outfits are... Just like Britney's a lazy dancer, these are all lazy outfits. Lazy outfits. Besides, uh, Rage Hair has a cool, like, super jacket. Guys. There's a lot of bagginess with these pants, too. Yeah, well, O2 kind of had a weird, like, slim, slim baggy look. Slim bag. Explain. It wasn't, like, hip-hop baggy. Mm -mm. But it was, like, boot-cut baggy. Like Boot-cut is the name of the game. There we go. Mm -hmm. Did you ever go to Buckle? Now, is that a store at the mall? Yeah. Uh, was it like a journey? Too rich for my blood, my friend. No? <laughs> no, I was too busy being in Macy's getting all up in that Sean John. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> what were your top three 2000s brands? Uh, that I wore? Yeah. Easy. Uh, Break number, it down. We have Sean John. Okay. Bape. Oh, interesting. Classy, expensive. Fake Bape. Fake, babe. There we go. We got the real answer. Okay, number one. LRG. Interesting. I was sure you were going to say FUBU. 
No, for us, by us. I can't get away with that. <laughs> you were not the us in that equation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, I didn't go that far. Yeah. Sean John was 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 cool, and it fit me really well because mm-hmm. I used to be a little. I was a little bigger. I've seen pictures. Yeah, and the pants fit really well. So. <laughs> they weren't supposed to, but they did. Size forty, size forty jeans. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fun with O Town. Yeah. Our, our listening audience is probably really close to just pressing skip about five or six times to get to the next one. Or rewind to hear the Ben Affleck impression. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. Number six, TLC with Girl Talk. Woo! This podcast really has it all. We had Squatch Talk. We dropped some Da Vinci Codes. Mm-hmm. We took a ride on the old 66. Yep. <laughs> and we listed just about everything that Ben Affleck has ever been in. I'm pretty sure. And that is not even... We're not even halfway through this countdown. Guys, if you're still with us, <laughs> congratulations. Also, lower your expectations. There's no way the second half can be as good as the first half. I beg the differ. Oh, can it be? I think so. I think we'll find some... We'll find some gems. And the first gem we're going to talk about is a video I had never seen before. Yes. And did not know was a real thing and a song. Uh, this video is a little bit of a downer though, Pooch. Yeah. Because it yes. is the first video that TLC did after Lisa Left Eye Lopez died in a car accident. Yeah, it was very sad. It was six months after she died. So there's only two members of TLC left. Just Chili and T-Boz. Were you a Chili, a T-Boz, or a Left Eye? Chili. I was chilly too. There we go. We just gave each other a high five for no reason. Loved chili. I loved all of them. I love TLC. I love their style. Mm-hmm. I love their look. I love their sound. Were you a No Scrubs era TLC fan or were you a What About Your Friends? Nowadays, I probably listen to What About Your Friends. That's my, that's that's my TLC jam. I actually, I put that on our, my story on Instagram. Oh, good. I put a picture of you, me, Kate, and Jess up there. And it had, what about your friend? That's beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was very cute. That is the classic That's TLC era. That's a great era. song. Yeah. I, you know what? I can't stand Waterfalls. I think it just got so overplayed. Yeah. Oh, can't yeah. I can't take any more white people doing the rap. I feel like I that's... I rainbow yesterday. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it. I, I'll let you do it. You sure about that? Do we want to have another No, let's not do song? it. No, no. I mean, you can do that in the privacy of your own home. Do we want what I'm Ben saying. Affleck to do it? <laughs> Give it a shot. I seen a rainbow yesterday. Uh, what was that? <laughs> I'll cut you off right Whoa. there. You've lost. Wow. You've lost it. I, I don't know how to rap with a Boston accent. You know, that's hard. Has there ever been a successful rapper with a Boston accent besides oh, Marky Mark? I was going to say. <laughs> Good Vibrations is kind of like Come a, on, come on. But come he, on, come on. But he sounds New York. Feel it, feel it. I feel like he was trying to sound New York. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Oh, listen, all y'all. It's a sabotage. <laughs> How was that? I loved it. You almost had like a very old school, like cool in the gang style <laughs> rap right there. Like happy rap. Oh, okay. I loved happy rap. Like the kind of raps where they're like, hey, y'all, we in the living room doing a podcast. My name with- is Isaac and I'm here to say, uh, yeah, I like rapping in a major way. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> that was like every hip hop song uh, pre-1985 was like, you say your name, you pick a way to describe your like attitude towards rapping. Yeah. Like, is it a major way? Is it a crazy way? It's a crazy way. My name is Pooch and I'm here to say 
I like rapping every day. Yeah. That's how you like change it up. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh, back to TLC. Okay. Directed by Dave Myers. He's he, on every countdown. He's a beast. Dave Myers directed like a gazillion videos. Is he one of your favorite music video directors? Uh, it's weird because he still makes videos. And I kind of was like, I don't want to talk about guys who I get it. could potentially be it's like not videos it's like being now. on a team with LeBron and wearing his shoes. Yeah, it feels a little strange. A little weird. He dir- I will say he directed a really cool video a couple weeks ago for Travis Scott uh, called Sicko Mode featuring Drake. You should look it up. I think that's one of the coolest hip hop videos in a really long time. It's very oh, cool. I haven't seen it. We'll watch it's it. Really well, so we, we'll watch it after. We'll watch that tonight. After, after. Uh, well, first we have to watch The Da Vinci Code. Maybe we can throw that in between Pearl Harbor. <laughs> if Pearl Harbor got added to the mix? Yeah. No, we're doing, remember we're doing Da Vinci Code. Okay. Then we're going to watch Mall Rats. Did, at some point did we say we had to watch That Thing You Do? Oh, I'm totally down to watch So, that So thing. we'll watch those three. Then we'll take a break, watch the Travis Scott video. Okay. But now all of a sudden we're watching Pearl Harbor. That's three hours long. We'd be remiss if we didn't watch Goodwill Hunting after all we've been talking That's about. That's true. So I, I feel like... So it looks like we're staying up late tonight. <laughs> we're pulling an all-nighter. All-nighter. So let's talk about this video. Yeah, so th- I won't Filmed lie. after Lisa Lopez died in a car accident. Yeah. Two remaining members come back. They do a song called oh. Girl Talk. And it's about... Guys that aren't good in the sack. The guys that aren't bringing their A game or their D game. <laughs> it is a little bit of a strange way to come back after one of the members of your band dies. Yeah. It seems like maybe... It, time to drop like a ballad yeah maybe like, time to like say a little something nice about left like a, eye like a ditty style i can't imagine that meeting where the manager's like guys you know we should drop a song about guys with bad wangs bad wangs we should talk about guys with bad wieners yeah <laughs> it just seems like kind of a disrespectful tribute and which is the funny part is they kind of throw in a tribute to left eye at the end you see like a cartoon version of all three of them hugging and it kind of feels touching but then you're also like you guys just spent three minutes talking, talking about, about filthy stuff yeah like, well, what the heck maybe lisa would have wanted that that's actually probably pretty true she, she was the one that wore condoms on her eyes when she was first starting out right? yeah so maybe maybe she would want a some fitting tribute stuff. i feel bad i feel bad talking about her no she was great yeah this video on the other hand not my favorite. It's a strange video. It's broken up into three layers. Yes. This is a th- three-layer cake. What's the first layer of this three-layer cake? So the two girls are in the Dirty South. Okay. Nondescript, just Dirty South. Dirty South. Okay. And they are just... Below the Mason-Dixon line. And they're just chatting about uh, guys with bad wangs, not putting it down. Yep. And how, hey, girls talk too. Okay, so that's then, the first layer of this cake. Dirty okay. South guys, look out. Then we move to what looks like Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Okay, so they're in Tokyo now. But they're like in some youth culture part of Tokyo where everybody's riding around on motorcycles. Yeah, biker boy style. Right. And we have uh, different... A little culturally insensitive. They're kind of... They've dressed themselves up as people from Tokyo. Oh, I thought I thought you meant my, my line. Oh, no. Biker boys. It's like, oh, I didn't know that was a... <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Just making sure. I will definitely call you to the floor if you say anything offensive oh, on this boys. podcast. No, they like dress up like yeah. they're from Tokyo. Feels like a little strange. I get it. The fashion's cool. I actually think they look cool. They look really cool. I think they get called out for it now. The thing is... TLC always looks cool. So the video also cuts back to them in what looks like an empty parking garage. And Mm -hmm. they're doing a cool dance routine, but they're wearing baggy, baggy sweatsuits. TLC would wear baggy clothes, and it always looked really cool on them. You could fit like 10 people in that sweatsuit. As I was watching this video, I had never seen it before either. As I was watching it, I was like, hmm, first two layers of this three-layer cake, pretty 
pretty, pretty cool. Then they get to the third layer. Third layer is so weird and so random. But before that third layer. Oh, during Lisa Left Eye Lopez's rap. So Lisa does make a appearance on this track. We also get a very odd, almost, this reminded me of that scene in Anchorman, to get back to Anchorman, when uh-huh. Veronica Corningstone and Ron Burgundy are making sweet, sweet love, cuts to a, <laughs> a cartoon. cartoon, right? and that's what it looks like. It's just a weird cartoon of Lisa Left Eye Lopez and the members of TLC dancing in what looks like a candy land. We've talked about three videos so far on this podcast that have had weird animated breaks. First, we saw it with another Dave Myers video for Shakira, where all of a sudden Shakira turns into a cartoon for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Then we saw it on the Mariah Carey video for Heartbreaker, where Jay-Z apparently didn't show up to do his verse, so they just did an animated version yeah. of Mariah for a second while he raps. Like It feels like anytime there's a problem with the video, cut to animation. Yeah. It's like something, we didn't get something, somebody didn't show up, somebody passed away, unfortunately, in this case. Animation. Just replace it with animation. It's an interesting solution during the 2000s. I feel like that doesn't happen as much. I haven't seen it a lot. I don't see it in the sicko video. Is it in the sicko video? Not this kind of animation. I mean, it's like Saturday morning cartoon type animation. Oh, oh there is actual. No, no, I'm saying like this type oh, of animation in these videos. This is like school bus rock animation. Or schoolhouse rocks. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What did I call it? <laughs> School bus rock. School bus rock. What's it called? School schoolhouse rocks. Schoolhouse rocks. Yeah, it's kind of like old throwback animation. Did school... I know what it was. School bus rock had the flamingo guitar. <laughs> well, there was a flamingo guitar that drove the bus. That's the part that you're That's thinking That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So, One of the reasons why you don't see animation as much today is because animation takes a long time. Is it expensive? It is expensive to do quickly. Mm. If you don't have as much money, you can get stuff animated, but it takes a lot longer. And these days, there's not as much money, and people just need their videos to come out really fast. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, that's why you don't see animation in most modern music videos today. You know what else you don't see a lot of uh, in music videos today? Oh, man. I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about this section of the video. So I'm going to be very careful. Okay. The third layer of this case. Let's discuss this delicately. Is So we have the ladies are in the Dirty South. Okay. They're in Tokyo. Right. Now they're in Africa. Right. They go to Africa. So basically, the idea of this video is girls talk all over the world. Wherever you go, girls are talking. Wherever you go. So, which I... Bad wings. Which I... (laughs) Girls talk. I get it. But I'd like to believe that they talk about more than just (laughs) wings. So they're in Africa. It gets a little stereotypical. They're like in a village. They're huts. It's a little strange. Yeah. It's got like a National Geographic vibe to it. Yeah. And then and a lot of uh, hand signs of the like oh, talking. making my hand talk. Right. That's like hands the, talking. Yeah. I see that a lot. I feel like the girls from TLC weren't big dancers. Like their choreography was always very simple. Yeah. They did low key dance. They never did crazy elaborate like in sync backstreet. Here they're kind of like, let's limit it to the hand talking yeah. motion. There is like a sad Sad couple shots where you just see like women in the village talking and you cut to a sad looking guy. He knows what they're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. He didn't put it down in that hut. (laughs) Like I said, a strange video to dedicate. At the end, they like dedicate it to their fallen friend. And strange to me that like six months after she passes, they're like, now's the time to drop this single. Yeah. (laughs) It just seems weird. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment at all. I get it. You got to eat. Um, is there anything else for this video? I think we covered it. They're charming. They're, it's TLC. The performances it's are a, good. It's a classic group. 
Uh, not a classic song. I don't remember the song. I don't remember the song. It's it's no What About Your Friends? No. And it's no Pigeons or, or Scrubs. That Scrubs song gave it to guys pretty hard, calling guys Scrubs and stuff. And they gave it to him even it Takes it to another level. It gets a little too personal. Yeah. Obviously, someone's been burned before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, let's move on. All right. Mariah Carey is back at the number five slot with Through the Rain. Right off the bat, right, we get a cameo. There's two cameos in this video, right? Uh, I'm only aware of the one. Okay, real quick, let's break it down. Yeah. This video, also directed by Dave Myers. Wow. That guy was busy. Cashing checks and breaking necks. It's a real tearjerker of a video. It's, it's about a, an interracial couple. Mm-hmm. It's a period piece, I think set in the 50s. Yeah, it's a deep cut. It's about a white girl and a black guy who run off together against their parents' wishes. Mm-hmm. Who's the cameo you're talking about? Jamie Lynn Sigler? Yeah. Of The Sopranos. And Entourage. She had a small stint. Was she? Again, she never seen tur- Entourage. She, she played Turtle's girlfriend. So we open up with Jamie Lynn Singler looking out the window, mm-hmm. basically doing her rendition of, I'm going to live the life I want to live. And her mom is yelling and screaming like, you don't even know what you want to do. You're a kid. It's very reminiscent of the scene from Varsity Blues. It, yeah. When he says... Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your life, but I don't want your life. Exactly. This video is about football. No, it's not. Um, so she's looking out the window. She doesn't want her mom's life. No. She doesn't want her mom's cookie cutter, suburban, no. 50s, pearls around the neck, bring housewife it, life. Bringing an apple pie to the brand new neighbors. She don't want to do that. Mm-mm. She doesn't want to go, honey, I got a roast in the oven. She doesn't want to say, dinner's ready. <laughs> She doesn't want to say, hey, tell the beeve that uh, Ed Sullivan's on TV. She doesn't want to say, I like Ike. I'm going to vote for Dwight D. Eisenhower. Okay. I got that. Okay. (laughs) Um, She's running off with her boyfriend played by. Oh, yeah. J.D. Williams from Get Get Your Da Vinci Code Ready. Okay. He's from The Wire, baby. What? Yes. Okay. O two 2 was a crazy year. And this all happened before The Wire. When did Sopranos come on? Was Sopranos on by this point? Was Jamie Lynn Sigler also already a thing? It must have been. I think it started in like 99 maybe? I feel like I, I feel like Sopranos. Yeah, it started in 99. So by this yeah. by this time, yeah. Jamie Lynn Sigler was already a household name. Sorry, I'm like... Oh, you're going to do a Sopranos? I got distracted because I'm like, can I do a James Gandolfini voice? So basically, Jamie Lynn... So basically, say okay. Jamie Lynn storms out of that house. Mm-hmm. No luggage, no nothing. Nope. Hops in a cab, but we keep getting these cuts from Mariah, and she's walking down the street in a very slow pace, slower than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Winds blowing in her hair, and she's singing her heart out. If I had to sum up these cutaways to Mariah Carey in one word, well, two words: mm-hmm. wind machine. 100%. It is a distracting amount of wind in her hair. Distracting amount of wind, distracting amount of rain. So, of course, the song is called Through the Rain. Yeah. And Mariah's like, I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Let's make it rain. And it's torrential. It is an F5 <laughs> hurricane <laughs> tornado. Soaked. The only yeah. reason I know F5 is from the movie Twister. <laughs> now... Bill Paxton. Do you think, I, I kind of feel like this is an underutilized thing in music videos. 
everything looks more dramatic when you're singing in the rain. Absolutely. It looks emotional. Everything looks more dramatic singing in the rain, in slow motion, <laughs> with a wind machine. So then she's like in a church. Well, let's just yeah. fast forward to the end. So There's a twist, guys. There's a so twist. It's coming up. So one of the scenes is the Jamie Lynn Singler and her boyfriend get on a bus. And as they're getting on the bus, her parents show up. And they're screaming for their daughter. They miss their daughter. They right. love their daughter. They they hate the fact that she's running away. This pearl-wearing mother is like inconsolable. She is screaming. She's also got what looks like a Davy Crockett hat on. <laughs> and she's like, Minor detail. She's like, honey, come back. Don't leave. Honey, come back. Uh-huh. I'll make you whatever you want. The, well, this is what we assume she's saying because this we is can't what, hear yeah. her over the it's song. It's silent. It's right. All we hear is, through the water. Sorry. Through the the rain. Do you know how this song goes? Kinda. Through the wire. Oh. I'm just going to sing it to the tune of that. I'm okay. just going to be like. Through the rain. Oh, you mean that song that goes through the rain. Uh, my name is Mariah. I got a permanent wind machine around me at all times. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure that that's like stipulated in her contract. Oh, yeah. Just like Sam Jackson has to play golf wherever he's at on set. Oh, really? That's in his clause. Wow. That's the life. I, I, I don't like golf, actually. What, what would uh, what would be your stipulation in your contract? Must, there, ha- must have what? There are a couple directors who are known for always wanting a basketball hoop <laughs> on set. Is there a lot of directors that just like to get dunked like on, hoop? like to hoop yeah, it up? I don't know. I feel like most directors aren't good at basketball. Would you have a hoop? Mm, sure. Yeah. No, no, I want you to be 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want you to love what you get to have in your You know, contract. I'm fully focused when I'm on set. I don't have time. No monkeying around. No monkeying around on my sets. No. Wow. I'm too busy being like, guys, turn that rain machine up to F5. <laughs> we need to blow Mariah Carey down the street. I want her to fall backwards <laughs> from how much wind. Yeah. That's when you know you're doing it right. I've worked with you once on set, mm-hmm. and you were great. Oh, thanks. You were fun. Uh huh. You were all about the business. I keep it business. But I didn't get a vibe that you don't like to monkey around. I mean, I wasn't like. I wouldn't say I was monkeying around. I wasn't. Say, I wouldn't say I'm horsing around on set. Either. No, you weren't shooting the breeze. No, as they say. I mean, there are things that need to be taken care of when you're on set. I don't. I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time to pooch around on set. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's kind of crazy how much that actually works. Like someone could <laughs> to pooch say around? Like, like a kid was pooching around on set. I would know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, getting pooched. He's getting pooched on set. <laughs> Let's not turn that into a verb. Uh, so there's a twist in this video. There's a huge And you know twist. what? We didn't even set it up. Guys, the best stories are the ones where you have to go back halfway through the story and set up the story for the payoff later. So at the beginning of the video, we see that Jamie Lynn Ziegler is wearing a charm bracelet, would you say? Okay. Just remember that detail. Okay. So now we cut to Mariah singing the end of the song in a church, present day. And it's her. She's up there by herself, which Mm -hmm. I can't. It's beautiful, but it also, it looks like a funeral. I couldn't tell if it was a funeral or like some sort of strange Christmas Eve service. There's like people holding candles. I'm like, what is this? So she's singing in front of everybody and she looks at the front row and we see the older version of that interracial couple from the very beginning of the video. Right. Mariah Carey is the daughter. Well, she reveals her wrist. Oh, sorry. What's on her wrist? 
The charm bracelet. Exactly. Oh my and gosh. And that's how we know. She's the daughter. She's the, the daughter. Couple and I won't lie. I. I won't lie. I kind of like, oh, yeah. When I watched it, did you I, not see it coming? I had never seen this video before. I did not see it coming. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's very, that's very touching. Based on real life, real life uh, stories. Mariah's parents are an interracial couple, Alfred and Patricia Carey. And apparently, when they were coming up with the concept for this video, they were looking through some old photos of her parents and decided to make this story about uh, an interracial couple in the 50s. Yeah. It's a cool video. Look, I'm going to admit something to you. Please. I don't like Mariah Carey ballads. The, the song is very slow. Yeah. I'm going to give a, a hot tip to Ooh. everybody listening. Okay. I've mentioned before, there was a brief time where I, I had DJed some weddings. People oh. asked me to DJ a New Year's Eve party one time. I know a thing or two about getting people on the dance floor. Okay. Mariah Carey's fantasy. It's a winner every time. You don't ever have to wonder if people are going to get down to that song. If, if the dance floor is starting to like kind of dissipate a little bit. Throw that on. Throw that on. Would you ever put this song on for a slower dance? <laughs> no. You would be like, guys, grab that special one you love. Did you have a DJ voice? <laughs> I think you did. I'd love, I'd love to hear your DJ okay, voice. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Get that special one you love. Ben Affleck is the DJ. Oh my God, grab your camera. How do you like them apples? Get on the dance floor. If I see you. All right, let's get out of here. Let's move on to the number four video. Do you want to introduce it? I've introduced all these videos. Like I'm just like the king of the castle over here. That's okay. That's okay. Okay, coming in number four, B2K with Bump Bump Bump. Uh, I also, I forgot to mention that it features P Diddy. Yeah. At the time he was going by P Diddy. Nice as Diddy. Is that the current iteration? I think he is just Diddy right now. Okay. What else? I can't. He, uh, changing their names. We got remember Snoop, when Snoop was Snoop, Snoop Lion? Lion? No, that, that was, was idea. that was not good. He didn't really think that one through. Like yeah. the ramifications of that. Just be Snoop Dogg. It's okay. Um, this video was directed by Eric White. The song was produced by R. Kelly, and I really feel like you can hear it. It sounds kind of like an R. Kelly song. There, there's a little, it's not a flamingo guitar, but there's something. No, that's the thing, Pooch. It's a flamingo guitar. <laughs> there's a flamingo guitar all up in this song. Um, I think this was just a sound back then. People like really went for that flamingo. I feel like it was a sound. Also, this video, Isaac, mm -hmm. it just... I feel like everyone was doing a video like this where it's just a backdrop and then you just dance in front of it or sing in front of it. Just a straight up performance video. Just a straight up. Is this it looks very slick in the, in the industry. If a video is primarily made up of just performances from the artist, you call it performance video, mm. which here's the thing. I actually love a good performance video. There are some people who can pull off a good narrative. There are some people who can come up with a good story to tell. I think a lot of times when, when it's a song like this, when it's like a kind of just like a club track. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to tell me a story. It's, it's cool. Just hit me with some cool visuals. I get Sh it. Show me what you got as a performer. See, I was very underwhelmed at this video. I love Omarion. Doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't. Right? I think that most people, when they watch music videos, they, they want to see like the artist look cool, handsome, beautiful, whatever. Yeah. Right. We get, we get that here. For they sure. want to see what the artist is wearing. It's almost like how people basically just go on Instagram 
or some people, not yep. me, oh. uh, go on Instagram just for like style ideas and stuff. Okay. I go on for the articles, <laughs> but so, so people, I think watch music videos cause they want to see what people are wearing. Well, it's there like was a fashion always, thing. there was always cool style music videos. People were always wearing the newest and coolest mm-hmm. and up and coming clothes. Like this video shows a lot of belt buckles with names on it. Was that a big thing in 02? I mean, I had one. Pooch. I, but I got it in 03. I oh, waited, okay. I waited a year when it kind of died down. <laughs> you wanted to, you didn't want to seem like you were jumping on I wanted to try to bring it back. Okay. Did, it, gonna, did it say Pooch? Yeah, or did it yeah. say Alex? No, it said Pooch. Puccinelli? You probably didn't have enough room. That's a huge belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> that would have wrapped all the way around me. No, my belt buckle just said Pooch. So belt buckles. Yes. Big in this video. Belt buckles. We also get kind of not a throwback jersey, but... P. Diddy's wearing a lot of... Starter jackets. Starter jackets, which were all the rage. Can I just be honest? I like B2K. I love them. And all four of these guys have so much style. I actually think as boy bands go, these guys are great. These guys should have been so much bigger. These guys were great. They all made a movie together called You Got Served. Right. But here's the thing about this video, Pooch. Yeah. I'm sorry, but P. Diddy steals the show. When does he not steal the show? He does four things in this video that... You just can't be topped. Okay. I feel like the guys from B2K probably were like, look, they probably had a meeting before the video and they were like, guys, can't let P. Diddy steal the show. Just please bring your A games tomorrow. I'm, I'm assuming that they're having the, the meeting the night before. Please. Please bring your A games because if he brings his A game and we don't, it's over. Mm-hmm. No one will even know we were in this video. He shows up. He does four things right off the bat. A level star moves. Wow. Ready? Mm-hmm. First toothpick oh he's yeah. just chomping on that toothpick the whole time it's yeah. that look that says i'm casual i don't care too much i didn't even bother to leave this toothpick behind before the video started but but it Power also move. it also means i came to play yeah he came if someone comes up with me with a toothpick i'm like so in all honesty that's one of my least favorite things i hate it when people walk around with toothpicks i'm always just worried <laughs> about what like what if you trip what if something happens and that you inhale that Ugh, yeah, that's horrible. And you spike your throat. It seems like an unnecessary risk to take. Yeah, I'm fine with it like in a safe setting, but walking with a toothpick. What's a safe setting for a toothpick? In your car before you <laughs> You can crash, you can get in an accident. Drive, before you, before you drive. You're just sitting there. You're sitting in your car reminiscing about the lunch you just had or uh-huh. talking to your loved one about like, oh, <laughs> uh, do we have to go out with them again? Let's talk about the second P. Diddy power, power move. move. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. He does a thing where he punctuates moments in the song by peeking over his sunglasses, <laughs> David Caruso style. I mean, did he? He does do a couple CSI intro moments. Mm-hmm. And he always picks just the right moment in the song too. Third. Okay. And, and this isn't just a video thing. It's part of the song. He is doing a running real-time narration of the song. It's like, B2K, you guys keep singing. I'm going to talk about what you're doing. At one point, he's like, second verse now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all know who the leader is here. That is such a power move. That's like somebody who reads that like 50 Laws of Power book and then goes a little crazy with it, where he's like, yeah, yeah, sing the song. And then he comes in later and, and he's basically like, do that thing now. Yeah. And then you do it. That's like power. Yeah. Like he's got power over you. All right, Isaac. Fourth power move. Fourth power move. See that? I have power over you. Oh, no. Got you. <laughs> now I'm not going to say it. Oh, oh no, I'm going to say it. He, he whips out a two-way pager. Oh, man. And that that's just mm-hmm. the icing on the cake. 
in case you didn't think he was cool. It's the ultimate power move because he's saying to B2K, this music video, it's not as important as these other deals I got to make. It's almost as if he's showing Omarion how much money he's making during the filming of this video. <laughs> and there is a scene where he's standing next to Omarion and not only does he whip out the pager and show him how much money he's making, I'm assuming that's what he's happening because yeah. you just said it, but he's also peeking over the sunglasses while he's doing with it. With the toothpick. Does with the toothpick. He may be talking during this part too. This is how you own a set. Have you ever had an artist use a toothpick in their video? And you were like, hey, you got to lose that. This is a safety, <laughs> safety regulation. I've never had that. I feel like there was a time after Drive... Because oh, Ryan everyone did it. had a toothpick. I feel like there was an uptick in toothpick related power injuries. Moves. Yeah, right. probably injuries too. Let's be real. You know, Omarion, he's still doing his thing. I love Omarion. Still putting out music. I met Omarion at 7 Eleven. Did you really? He was super nice. Was it the 7 Eleven that J- JT performs outside of? Uh, I, I only wish. <laughs> that one's in Van Nuys. This one was in Toluca Lake. So you really met him? Oh, yeah, that's true. Did you talk to him? I just said, hey, I'm a huge fan of yours. What did he say? He's like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Oh, that's cool. He was really nice. He shook my hand. He seems like a good guy. He was very, very nice. I was like, dude, we listen to your music all the time in practice. Oh, this was back in your football days? I feel like you listened to every song on the countdown during football practice. Oh, yeah. How long were these practices where you had like a six-hour long playlist? You would play music. Now it's an even bigger thing, but you would play music before practice. To pump yourself up. Or not even, or just to kind of like, not even pump yourself up because practice wasn't about getting pumped up. Practice was about survival. <laughs> we just wanted to get through practice. It wasn't fun. Okay. Just getting through it. So we would play all, all of our favorite jams. Now uh-huh. you go out to a football practice. They got the state-of-the-art speakers on the field blaring the hottest tracks. That, really? They do that now? So now you're in the stretch lines. You're working. You're, you're stretching. You're getting ready for practice. You probably got sicko playing. How do like coaches... Do coaches have like a microphone then? They pause the sicko mode for a second so that they can talk? It's, like, well, this is only during the warm-up. So oh, okay. So during, they're doing like during push-ups or whatever yeah. you do during a football practice. Yeah, I yeah don't know. so you're stretching your groins. You're getting your loins. <laughs> of course, you're stretching your groin. This is the number one thing you do. You don't want to pull it. No, you Coming don't. from a person that tore his groins, <laughs> tore both of them, word to the wise out there, guys, listen carefully. Stretch your groins out. <laughs> All right, I tore both my groins. I just learned that there's two groins. Well, you got two, Where's the other one located? On the right and the left. There's two... Oh, I thought, well, You're, people always just say like your groin. I pulled my groin because usually people just only pulled one. Look, I pulled I'm both. no doctor, but I've never heard of this two groin theory that you're talking about. There's two chains and there's two groins. <laughs> your left leg's got to have a groin. Your right leg's got to have a groin. I thought your groin was just like, like medical term for your crotch. I pulled something on both sides. You pulled I, like six groins. I tore to get even more specific uh-huh. my iliopsoas muscle. Which and that's the, a groin. Which is the muscle right underneath the groin. <laughs> Woo! It's turned into a medical podcast. Check the podcast notes. We will post a link to the x-ray <laughs> of Pooch's groin. Um, and then also we will post a updated x-ray to show you how it's healed. Yeah. I know you guys are probably wondering. We'll probably need an MRI though. <laughs> x-rays are only for bones. We can't get tissue. Like I said, not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back to the video. My favorite part of this video, guys, is uh-huh. it's a B2K video. Right. But not in P. Diddy's head. Oh, P. Diddy no. Is, what does he do at the end? He's in front of everybody <laughs> dancing up a storm. And one thing I do love is P. Diddy dancing. 
He has the best dance moves. He's got the best dance moves, and he's dancing in front of everybody. Now, if I were one of B2K's parents, and I was so excited to see their new music video, and my only concern, of course, is like, there's four guys in the band. I hope that my son gets as much time as the other three guys. Yeah. Then you see the video, and you're like, oh, wait. P. Diddy gets more time than all of them combined. This is like a P. Diddy video featuring Featuring, B2K. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're young men. Give them a shot. Let them shine. You've had your time to shine, P. Diddy. That being said, Mm -hmm. I know that you're not a huge fan of this video, but I actually really like it. It's fun. It's There's so many good performances in it. It's one of the things I love the song Mm -hmm. more, and I, I think I was hoping they'd let him get loose a little bit more. I gotcha. But I do love the video because of P. Diddy. Rewatching it, it made me fall in love with P. Diddy even more. You know, people forget about him during this era. I think when people think of TRL, they think of NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, etc. They don't typically think of P. Diddy. And I think that he was all over the countdowns. Like he featured in a lot of videos. He had his own songs on the countdown. Bad Boys for Life will, I'm sure, show up on some countdown. I can't wait for that to happen. It's one of my all-time favorite music videos. Such a great music video. Features a Shaq cameo and a Travis Barker cameo in the same video. And a Ben Stiller Oh, and it's Ben cameo. Stiller cameo. And uh, it's also the guy who used to do NBC Sports. I can't remember his name. Pat O'Brien. Yeah, Pat O'Brien, right? Nice okay. cameo. Pat O'Brien. I can I'm, do a Pat O'Brien. I'm Pat O'Brien on tonight's episode. Can Isaac do voices? Well, he most certainly can. That's a good Pat O'Brien. Well, I, that's the one voice I can do. <laughs> it almost goes into a Don Knotts. <laughs> It all. It also kind of sounds like uh, Professor Frank. Anyway, P Diddy. He he takes this video. Yeah, he wins it. He power moved all over this. He toothpicked this video to death. He peeked over his sunglasses and said, "I'm the boss." And then he sent a two way to himself, <laughs> reminding himself he's the boss. Yes, <laughs> telling him to tell himself that he's hey, the boss. Don't forget, you're the boss. Guys, we're about to move on to one of the more home stretch. Home stretch. We're about to move on to one of the more famous videos. Can I introduce this one? Yes. Yes, you can. Guys, you're going to need to take a shower after this video. This video is not filthy. Mm -mm. It's not messy. Mm -mm. It's not sloppy. (laughs) No. It's Christina Aguilera dirty. This video, they they had to put two R's in the song title because it's, it's that dirty. so dirty. It's that dirty. Is it though? So I remember when this video came out, there was some controversy about it. Oh man. About how it was <sighs> so filthy and dirty. Oh man. Do you want to, I know you pulled some quotes. I pulled some quotes. From the time. I don't, I don't know what you're about to read. So I'm going to react in real time to these quotes. Uh, Entertainment Weekly said, this is the world's skeeziest reptile woman. What? Yes. That doesn't seem, that seems a little unnecessary. Tina Mag, which I'm not familiar with. Teen Mag? No, Tina. Oh, this is a person. Tina Mag. Uh, yeah. You sure it's not Teen Mag, like magazine? No, when I looked up, it said Tina Mag, but it's also Wikipedia. So okay. It been... Oh, you got this off Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. So Tina Mag. Tina Mag. Okay. She appeared to have arrived on set, direct the movie from an intergalactic hooker convention. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Rolling Stone. Oh no, what did they say? They said this is Girls Gone Wild Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. The Village Voice, though. 
captioned her as a xenomorph from the alien movies. That's just mean. That's That's mean. just like personal appearance it's, sort of thing. That's that's not cool. It's like people went. She's ugly. So hard. First of all, I do not think Christina Aguilera is ugly. No. She definitely has a different look. So I'm sure that people who are listening to this podcast right now and who are unfamiliar with this music video, they're probably like, guys, give us a little context. Sorry. So you know what I think it's time for? <laughs> I think you need to give me the elevator pitch for this music video. Oh, man. I'm going to be Christina Aguilera right. in an elevator. You're going to be director of this video, David LaChapelle. David you have LaChapelle. only the amount of time it takes for us to go from the first to the 10th floor of this elevator to pitch this video to me. Ready and... Hi, Christina. David LaChapelle here. I'm a huge fan of your music. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to your new album. I got an early cut of it. And I have an idea for right. uh, the song Dirty. That's your first release. Okay, well, you know, I want to go pretty mature. I got to keep pace with Britney Spears. I understand. I think we should do a uh, post-apocalyptic girl fight. All, so what, what does that look like? So I want you wearing not a mini skirt. I want you wearing a micro skirt. Okay. It's a very small skirt. I'm I want to completely change your look. No okay. more blonde hair. But what's happening in this video, Mr. LaChapelle? Think of Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you. Uh-huh. Throw about 10,000 tons of dirt on that. <laughs> you know when you're sweaty and then you accidentally roll around in some dirt? Man, we're on like the 100th floor of this elevator. Okay. Imagine that. All right. I'm imagining it sounds filthy. Yes. It sounds oh. dirty. Yes. The song's called Dirty. I want to put another R in that song title. I want to make it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Ding, 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 ding. That was good, man. That I mean, was all... here's the thing. This video is difficult to explain. Yeah, this is one of those where I'm like, there's so much going on in this video. It's Christina Aguilera. It's sort of like an underground warehouse. Mm-hmm. She's surrounded by half-naked, really sweaty dancers. Every, yeah. She's surrounded by people in Lucha Libre masks. No, in this post-apocalyptic world, shirts are unavailable. <laughs> right. There's plenty of water, but clothing is yeah. really difficult to come by in this post-apocalyptic future. The dancing in this video looks exhausting oh man the heart rates are dangerously high in this video it's too much yeah it looks like an energy drink commercial this is the x games of music videos (laughs) it really is it looks gross i will say it's not like aesthetically pleasing to me personally yeah it does look very grimy and gross you know david lachapelle was a very famous fashion photographer back then and he was known for going really over the top He's still yeah. working today. I mean, he photographs tons of huge celebrities. I feel like he was very bright. He does, he's not a very subtle guy. Everything is very bright. If you want to do a sexualized video, he's going to go pretty sexy with it. That being said, Pooch, yeah. I don't completely understand the controversy here. When I saw this video come up on our countdown list, I thought, oh man, that crazy Christina Aguilera video, it's going to be wild. And when I watched it, I was like, eh, it looks like a lot of videos. I thought she was going to be like, doing cocaine or something based on the way that people yeah. talked about it. it it reminds me a lot of i feel like miley cyrus went through a similar thing we yeah. kind of got this i can almost see that dream i'm dreaming uh-huh. that, hannah montana that hannah montana cutesy cookie cutter miley cyrus right and then we got a new version of miley cyrus where she's she's humping everything <laughs> she's twerking 
uh-huh. she's sticking her tongue out. She's doing Lots all of tongue. sorts of crazy stuff. She's wearing crazy outfits, doing all sorts of obscene things. And it was such a left turn. It's almost like a cliche now that if you start off as a young pop singer, yeah. you have to go through this moment. I'm surprised that anyone even raises an eyebrow when this happens. I mean, obviously, like these women are going to get older. Gotta let them live. And also, like, this has just happened so many times now. There's nothing remotely weird or shocking about it anymore. I was just really surprised at how tame this video felt compared yeah. to my memory of how crazy it felt when it came out. I think it was because of everyone's reaction. The thing I hated is like other pop stars were like, we're so disappointed in Christina. And it's like, shut up, <laughs> do your job. Really? Don't there was like tough. public shaming from like who? Jessica Simpson? Like what was the, uh, I, I something did Willa Ford have something to say about this? Oh man. Did uh, Mandy Moore Mandy drop Moore. a diss track? Oh, what would her diss track be? She did don't, don't do it, Pooch. <laughs> Can you do it in a Ben Affleck voice? <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, do you like this video? I love this video. Yeah? I loved it as a kid. It was so much fun. Of all the Christina Aguilera videos, is this the one for you that like sums it all up? Like when you think of Christina When Aguilera? I think of Christina Aguilera, my mind will definitely go to dirty. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Second genie in a bottle. Third is that video she did with Lil' Kim where she's in that weird purple tracksuit. Oh, yeah. You know, that's another David LaChapelle video. I could tell. Also bright. very big, vibrant. A lot of crazy. bright colors. Yeah. So Shakira, Kelly Osbourne, and Jessica Simpson were all very disappointed in Christina. <laughs> what? So Shakira. Oh, very disappointed in you. Yeah. It's like, hey, Shakira. Christina. You shake your hips all over the place. You're doing the exact same move that right. Christina does in this video. She got really muddy in that one Shakira video we looked at. That's dirty. Yeah, that was, was filthy. Oh, Christina. And then Kelly Osbourne, you had one song, and it wasn't even yours. <laughs> it was Madonna, Papa Don't Preach, and you lip-synced it oh, at the I MTV Music Video Awards. Stupid. So go back to your... She was like, oh, Christina. Yeah, she's like, so hey, disappointed. Yeah, it's... It's ridiculous. I was on a TV show where I just was myself. How dare you, Christina? Bowling. And then Jessica Simpson, mm -hmm. who made her life off being dumb. <laughs> Which I, I look back and I'm like, she made her life off being dumb. Like her whole shtick was like, uh, she was kind of dumb. Like, I'm dumb. And she just wrote that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. She was like, how dare you? Chicken of the sea. Wait, is this, are there chickens in the sea? <laughs> Do you think anybody was really upset about this? I'm so disappointed. I think there's a lot of theatrics. Because mm -hmm. it's like, calm down, everybody. It's ah, like most things. I think my favorite, though, is Christina Aguilar's collaborator, uh, okay. Linda Perry. So Linda Perry uh, used to be the singer from Four Non Blondes. She's got a cool like top hat. Right, she had a top hat. like It was kind of like a Dr. Seuss hat. When she first saw the video, she goes to Christina, are you high? This is annoying. Which I actually love that response. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Direct quote. Direct quote <laughs> from Linda Perry. I'm right glad there. someone was there to take that one down. To be honest, with all the negativity that came from this video, sometimes I'm like, how did she bounce back? Did she bounce back? Yeah. What came after this? You Are Beautiful? Oh, You Are Beautiful is kind of like her biggest hit. She's still, she's still, she's still pumping them out, man. She's amazing. She's pumping them out. <laughs> what? what? Oh man, she's still releasing music. She came out with a new album this yeah. year. Yeah, people like her. I feel I think, like people still really like Christina Aguilera. I think people need to calm down and accept change. Yeah, and understand that 
she was a teenager when she started. She's uh-huh. going to be going through different feelings, experimenting, trying things. Exactly. And maybe at this point of her career, she was feeling a little dirty. You know, Christina Aguilera had a really good album that came out in like 2006 that people don't talk about. It was produced completely by DJ Premier, mm-hmm. really famous uh, hip hop DJ from the 90s. He did a lot of Biggie tracks. I think he worked with Mob Deep. Anyway, really cool sounding album. I liked it. I think Christina Aguilera is underrated. I, th- I think she's great. And the voice, her voice is all time. You know what? I can see our viewers shaking their heads right now. A little skeptical. Go listen to some Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Open up that Spotify. Fire it up. Type in C-H-R-I. It'll fill in the rest. Yeah. She's that big. Should we? Do you want to try? I'm going to try. Let's test this hypothesis. I'm a, I'm C-H-R-I-S. I'm going to test this out right now. What comes up? What C-H-R-I-S-T-I. auto fills on Spotify? C-H-R-I-S-T-I. Oh, try again. My Spotify hasn't been working. Oh, your Spotify's broken? Oh, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'm okay. going to browse. Wait, wait. Let's see how big she is. If you just type in C, what comes up? Is it Christina? Cardi B. Okay. Let's let's try C-H. H. Chris Brown. I got Childish Gambino. R-I-S. Obviously, we know you've been listening to. <laughs> C-H-R. Christmas. Okay. This is not good. C-R- C-H-R-I. Still Christmas. S. Christmas. T. T Christmas. I. There Chris- we go. I got Christine in the Queens. I think that this is probably. You have to type in Christy to get Christine Aguilera. I had to type in Christina all the way to get Christine wow. Aguilera. Your algorithm, algorithm, your algorithms are messed up on uh, that fancy, that fancy folding <laughs> box you got in front of you. Um. Okay. So when it comes down to it, Pooch. Yeah. I think this is a fun video. Great video. Fun time. I'm glad that she took the risk. I have some questions. Uh huh. I want to know how many people hooked up on this video because <laughs> I feel like everybody was just was just pooching around on this video. <laughs> you know how there was like a baby boom when like everybody got back from the war? Do you think there was like an uptick in births after yeah. like nine months after this video? How, how many kids were named Christina? <laughs> Extina. Extina or, <laughs> or Dirty. Yes. Dirty. How, how many kids were just named like Randy but with two R's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here laughing at my own jokes. Um, I'm laughing too. So is Ben Affleck. <laughs> Oh, God, these voices. It's I just me, got, Mr. Daredevil, Mr. Gotta, Shakespeare in love. I just got a mask on. Yeah, Mr. Argo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. The Town. Love The Town. Never seen it. Ah! I know. We need to have a Ben Affleck-a-thon. And you know what? Argo's not that good. It won Best Picture that year. You didn't like it? Is that a Best Picture kind of movie? I never saw Argo. Okay. I was too busy watching uh, Jersey Girl. So here's what we're going to do tonight. So first... <laughs> We're going to put on Goodwill Hunting. Then we're going to go to Pearl Harbor. Okay. Da Vinci Code. Mall Rats. Then we got to do that thing you do, the town and Argo. Wow. We got to do the boiler room. We have a, a full night. And then at some point we have to watch that one music video that we're going to watch too. What are you doing this weekend? I mean, at this point I've completely cleared my schedule. Okay. There's just too many things that we have to watch. I'll be here. Uh, Saturday at 6 a.m. Okay. I'll come back Saturday at 6 a.m. Oh, you're, you're not leaving. We have Don't to. Leave. Okay. You're going to leave here Saturday, 6 a.m. Also, guys, when you watch this video. Okay. I think we have a conspiracy on our hands. As much as I think Pharrell is a trendsetter. Uh-huh. I think he stole an idea. From this video? From this video. Okay. If we. You're about to drop a Da Vinci on us. I'm dropping some codes on you. Guys, watch the video again. Uh huh. 
You fast forward to 440 and pause. Okay. You will see a gentleman on the far right of the screen who not only looks exactly like Pharrell. Okay. He is wearing the famous. <laughs> you are so right. He is wearing the famous Pharrell cowboy 20 gallon hat. So guys, if you're listening to this podcast at the gym, get off that rowing machine, get in your car, drive home, YouTube it, you did, you, pull you, it up. Wait, wait, this is 2018, Isaac. Okay. Oh, All I'm he's got to do is get off the rowing. He or she has to get off the rowing machine, pick up their phone, type in. You dirty. know what? They were holding their phone already because they're listening to this podcast. It's true. Pause the cast. Well, after I finish the direction. So pause the cast in a second here. Then you're going to go to YouTube. You're going to look up Christina Aguilera, dirty, two R's. You might even want to put in featuring Redman. He's the rapper. Yeah. Guest first. It's really good. We didn't even talk about that. Ah. Now you go to 440 in the video. Freeze frame. Pause it. Now look as far right as your eye will take you yep. in this frame. You're going to go right to the edge where the pixels almost end. Stop right there. Pharrell. It looks just like it. It looks just like Pharrell. He's got a white 20 gallon cowboy hat on the same style that Pharrell made famous a couple years ago. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> Pharrell's not the trendsetter. He's not that we all think he is. I think he was probably YouTubing some videos. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, you know, I love that, that dirty video. I'm going to rewatch it there. Right there. You just pointed at it. People can't see, but you were pointing at but the guys, Pharrell on the screen. I need you. I beg you. <laughs> Watch this music video. Fast forward to four minutes and forty seconds. Far or right. just watch the whole thing. Yeah, and you can watch pause the whole thing. It Remember the forty. Good, yeah, don't don't be afraid to just watch the whole thing. Enjoy the whole. Make thing. sure that there aren't kids around because it's dirty. It's dirty. Yeah, close the blinds. Dirty. Dirty. Okay, let's move on. So this is interesting, Pooch. Yeah, first time. First time ever on the countdown. We are encountering a repeat video. Uh, we've talked about Justin Timberlake's Like I Love You before. If you remember, the bullet points are basically, takes place in a parking lot. He's wearing a 7-Eleven t-shirt for some reason. He wears a fedora, kind of does some Michael Jackson moves. It's a pretty good video. We've talked about it before. If you want to go back, I think it was either episode one or two. Might have been episode one. I think it was one. Go back. Listen to that. Here's the thing about when we get to a repeat video. Maybe in the future, we'll just skip it. I have to skip it. I think for this one, though, we were like, you know what? Let's dig a little bit deeper. <laughs> Uh, there is a making of the video. MTV did like a special. It's about 10 minutes long that just goes behind the scenes of the making of this video. It's like a 21-year-old Justin Timberlake. Pooch, he describes the music in this video in a really specific way. The overall concept of the video is half b-boy, half punk, half skater, half hip-hop. Now, when he says this, <laughs> in my opinion, I'm like, first of all, JT, that's too many halves. Right. <laughs> You're shooting two videos with that. <laughs> but I understand. Guys, he's 21. He's uh-huh. a baby. Oh, he's a little guy. He's fresh off the sync boat. <laughs> this is his first music video by himself. I think he was a little nervous. He kind of talks different from the Justin Timberlake we know today. Yeah, he's he's a little... Uh, There's a little more drawl. Yeah. He's he landed it out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like if Matthew McConaughey were really stoned. Wow. Yeah, it, it definitely comes off as JT has drank something. 
some or scissor smoke something do you think that was the case i i mean i think he was hanging out with the clips maybe he was yeah he could have just come from the clips's uh trailer mm-hmm. but he's sitting in his chair kind of explaining the video and yeah he's a little mad a little mad can like, you give us a little he's like hey it's I, half b-boy we're working half b-boy half skater half punk half hip-hop <laughs> all right all right all right i'm uh, at one more all right for all four of them all right <laughs> it's half all right that was close. That was it's not a, a great Matthew McConaughey, but it was something. Isaac, you can do no wrong in my brother. <laughs> so that was perfect. So there's one other thing that stood out to me in this making of. They interview the girl who plays his love interest. Oh, Shakara? Shakara. I kind of got the vibe that Justin Timberlake thought there was some kind of connection there. Mm-hmm. She didn't. What's up, y'all? I'm Shakara, and I'm here at Justin Timberlake's video. I'm playing Justin's love interest. I'm sure I will be the envy of many, many teenage girls. So don't worry, girls. You can have him. It's still yours. No connection at all. There's she... like one scene where they're about to go film something up on the roof. I promise I will not take advantage of this girl on the roof. I'm a nice guy. I promise I will not take advantage of this girl on the roof. I will not take advantage of this girl. Right, as if like he could do that, and then they cut to her talking about it, and she's kind of like, eh, "Yeah, it's I'm, a job." They need to throw some more money up in here to get me up there. But uh, where Justin is, I have to be. So I'm not getting on that roof. <laughs> yeah. First of all, she comes off like she does not want to be there. She kind of comes off like this is beneath her. Yeah, like this isn't the uh, Sports Illustrated centerfold <laughs> that I had year previous. You can tell that she's like formulating her dinner plans. Afterwards, she's already thinking about what she's doing. Oh, that night. 100%. Like, let me out of here. She's just counting down the minutes until she can leave. Um, guys, if you get a chance to watch it, it's on YouTube. It's pretty fun. Let's move on to the number one video. Number one, baby. We've been on quite a journey. It's. I'm sad to see it come to an end. Do you want to introduce this video in a set of uh, Sasquatch tree knocks? <laughs> I will try. The viewers will translate. Or I'll translate for you. Go ahead and knock it out. Ready? Okay. Okay, coming in at. These all sound the same. I don't know how Sasquatches can. Oh, oh, oh. Coming in at number one. M. Is it M&M? It's M&M with. Lose. Lose yourself. Talk about a pump-up song. Oh, yeah. This had to be on your football playlist. No. No? I'm not like other football players, Isaac. It's too obvious. It's too obvious. You're like, every other football player gets pumped up to lose Come yourself. on. If you were about to play like a state championship, though. Yeah. You don't listen to this? You only get one shot. Yeah, I just, I love Eminem. But I was never the stereotypical football player that like banged his head on a locker and got jacked <laughs> up. Okay. I was, you know. You're writing poetry. Writing poetry and drinking a nice glass of scotch. (laughs) I had a really strange experience with this song last year. Okay. So my wife is a photographer. She was hired to shoot kind of like a a fashion thing at Stagecoach, which is kind of like Coachella, but for country music. Okay. And so she got to go for free. And she actually grew up around a lot of country music. She was really excited. Garth Brooks was going to be there. So she was like, you got to come. So 
I did not grow up around a lot of country music. I do not know a lot of country musicians or songs. My wife has introduced me to some of them. I, it doesn't come naturally to me, but I was like, you know what? Cultural experience. I'm going. So we go to stagecoach. We're sitting through Garth Brooks, Toby Keith. No, not Toby Keith. Keith Urban, mm. whatever. It all felt a little sameish to me. They're very talented guys, I'm sure. Anyway, the highlight of the night was they had this one covered tent just for line dancing. Ooh. At the end of the night, after Garth Brooks plays, we're headed back to the parking lot, and we notice that everyone's streaming into the line dancing area. And my wife goes, Let's, we got to go check this out. This is like a real experience to see people line dancing. So we go in and the, the person picking the music is like a DJ and they've switched from playing country music to playing hip hop. And the crowd is going absolutely nuts. And the last song of the night that they play, and we're just standing there watching all these people who were at one point line dancing, just basically turn the room into like a mosh pit. But it's like all these people in like Wranglers Ooh. and like cowboy hats. Super tight. And they put this song on at the end of the night. And it's so crazy. I mean, we had just seen Garth Brooks at a country music festival and people had gone nuts for that. But the reaction that this song got in that room rivaled like any level of enthusiasm I had ever seen. People were wilding out in a way that I had never seen before to any song. Anyway, that is like my enduring memory of this song. Did you slowly get out of that tent? My wife like pulled out her cell phone, instantly put the whole thing on Instagram stories. She was, my wife was like getting goosebumps. She was like, this is amazing. And I have to admit, it was like a pretty incredible sight to see Still. all these cowboys freaking out to this song. But um, I think it kind of shows just how huge this song is. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, it won the Oscar. It's from the movie Eight Mile, mm-hmm. where Eminem kind of plays a version of himself. Yeah. A battle rapper in Detroit. Brittany Murphy, of course, was in it. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, this video is nothing to write home about. Uh, if you look it up, it's basically yeah. Eminem performing at the eight mile trailer park intercut with scenes from the movie. You know, we were talking before the podcast started about how, if you had to make a list of the top 10 hip hop movies, I think this is number one, like almost without a question. Like, are there other hip hop movies besides eight mile? What constitutes a hip hop movie? So here's the thing. If you Google hip hop movies, a lot of movies come up that aren't actually about hip hop, but have hip hop people in them. So like, I'm so, not going to say that belly, even though Nas is in it, it that's not a hip hop. So movie. It, I feel like it's got to be about the music, the way that you can say that like, um, almost famous is a rock and roll movie. Okay. Right. So like, so in order, okay, let's just be real in order for, us to have a hip hop movie, it needs to be an urban movie, is what I'm I, seeing as I'm Googling. I think that's that that's how I'm Google saying. that's what says Google. it. Like it brings up a bunch of movies like uh, Paid in Full and Juice, which feature hip hop artists and hip hop music, but aren't necessarily about hip hop. My top one, yeah, Cool as Ice. <laughs> so, so okay, so that's the the competition for Eight Miles. Vanilla Ice. Okay, so. But that's the thing. I feel like there just are so few great movies about hip hop. The yeah. Cool as Ice might actually be in the top 10. Have you ever seen it? Is there actual hip hop in it? I thought he's just like Mr. Steal Your Girl. He is a Mr. motorcycle. Steal Your Girl, but there's a scene where he's at a club and he grabs the mic. And he starts rapping. And he starts doing, doing work on is it. Is this the sort of thing, though, where Vanilla Ice plays a rapper? Or is it just like, this guy's so cool that if he walks into a club, he can just start rapping? Cool as Ice is basically the 1991 version of 8 Mile. Mel <laughs> Ice 
plays himself. Okay. Just a character, or not the name Vanilla Ice, but a character who is basically Vanilla Ice. All right. On a sweet bike. A motorcycle. He's not pedaling. Yeah, he's not uh, yeah. not on a bike. Sickle, but a motorcycle. Okay. Mr. Steal Your Girl. And he comes around and steals your girl. Yeah, and I forgot the question you asked me. I apologize. Hip-hop movies. <laughs> I, I would go straight out of Compton. Is that your number one? Well, it's on it's on the list. But is that your number one? I see. I think Eight Mile is like the best hip hop movie. Okay. Like I think you could what say a, straight out of Compton. There's the the movie Notorious about Notorious B.I.G. What about Hustle and Flow? That's a good movie. I guess I could go in there. I haven't seen it in a long time. Is that aged well? But I I do love it. And I'd it, have to give that one another look. But I mean, besides those four or five, you know, there's also um, Step Up. Is Step Up about rap? It's about b boying. Yeah. What about House Party? It's I mean, a rap duo in the movie. Yeah, but it's not about the actual world of hip hop. It's about House Party, but they rap in the movie and they dance. All right, it's like halfway there. But what about my personal favorite? So I know cool I said as cool, ice? I know I said Cool as Ice, but I, I gotta oh, be honest. Oh, that's not your personal favorite. I gotta be honest. There's a movie that is near and dear to my heart. What's that? Malibu's Most Wanted. It's about the hip hop genre. I just held my breath for a really long time. Um, <laughs> well, he plays a rapper, right? Yeah. B-Rad from Malibu. So it technically is about rap. Yeah. And, and he's got his, he's trying to sell his first album called Malibu Here's the thing. There aren't enough hip hop movies that might be in the top 10. Wow. Just because there aren't any other hip hop movies. That's horrible. We need more hip hop movies. Should I read the variety top 10 hip hop movies list? You got to do it quick, but sure. We got Wild Stuff. Okay. So this is a movie that's kind of about like breakdancing and stuff. Breaking, which okay. is one of the best movies Breaking. Does that ever. count as a hip-hop movie? I mean, I guess if you say the four Accord- elements of hip-hop Accord- include breakdancing, but this is not Accord- a rap movie. Okay. The Last Dragon. This is like a exploitation movie. I have don't you, know. Have you never seen this movie? Never seen it. Is it about oh. hip-hop? So this is Shonuff. That's Bruce Leroy. It's a karate movie. One of, my, one of the best movies I'll say ever. Is this like... Included in the list because people sampled this movie in hip hop songs. Like, what's the connection? These guys aren't rappers. They're not rappers. It's kung fu. It's kung fu, but I don't know. This list is weird. Okay. Crush Groove, great movie. Okay. Fear of a Black Hat, great movie. That's a hip hop movie. That's a great movie. All right. These are kind of older. Eight Eight Miles miles on the list. Tupac Resurrection, documentary, Mm. Hustle and Flow. Mm. Step Up made the list. Of course, Variety put that on there. Okay, yeah, Variety Beyond the Lights. Okay. We're not... You know what? We're going to cut all this out. (laughs) If you put Step Up on your top hip-hop movies list, Mm -hmm. we got a a problem. I'm disappointed in this list the way that Kelly Osbourne was disappointed in... Yeah. Christina Aguilera. She'd be saying, these aren't hip-hop movies at all. Like, I'm they, very, very disappointed. I in don't you. like any of them. No. Anything else to say about this song or this video? I mean, there's unfortunately, there's not a whole lot to yeah, say about it because yeah, he chose to basically cut a trailer. Yeah, we don't get a lot from the video. It's just him rapping downwards at a camera. Mm-hmm. A lot of hands. Rapping down to us. Yeah. like That we elitist. Get yeah, we get it. You, what are you, a pharmacist? You got to be taller than everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Pharmacists are taller than everybody? You whenever you whenever you go to a pharmacy, okay. they're always like a foot or two taller than everybody. Not the actual person, but I feel like the oh, floor, on a stool. the floor is taller, or they built the floor huh. taller. So pooch, yeah. Every week mm-hmm. we pick what we think should have been the number one video. All right, 
I don't think that as much as we like this Eminem song, I don't think this is the best video this week. Nah. Tell me, what's your number one video this week? I am going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to go with J-Lo, Jenny from the Block. Nice. I forgot how much fun that video was, and talking to you about it made me love it even more. In all seriousness, I actually really think that's a great music video. It's a great music, great song, great video. It's a great idea, too. This whole idea of, like, let's tell a music video through the lens of a paparazzi. Perfect. That's awesome. And it was huge at that time. Like, the paparazzi is still a huge thing, Mm -hmm. but... But back then, I feel it like was it was so much bigger. Crazy back then. That and was how people got to see celebrities outside of movies and TV pre, and stuff. Pre-Instagram. Yeah. Pre-internet. Nowadays, you don't really have as much of a need for paparazzi anymore because Jennifer Lopez would just post her own selfies on a boat. Back but, then, it was kind of like, what do these people do in their everyday lives? Yeah. Or that was kind of the idea. I don't know why Keanu Reeves was saying that. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> that was the voice I pulled out of my... <laughs> My buddy. J-Lo, can you stand up taller, please? Uh, J- J-Lo, I need to know what you're doing on your vacation. You almost turned into Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo, J-Lo, I need to know what you're doing on your vacation. That's kind of like a cross between the two of them. That's Keanu Cage. J-Lo. <laughs> oh, no. Ben Affleck's getting dangerously close to your booty. Look out. He's going to leave a mark. Hey, hey, Keanu Cage, get off, get off my boat. Uh, guys, tune in next week mm-hmm. when we keep on talking Sasquatch. Yep. Hopefully we'll have enough time to do a podcast because we have to watch about 100 movies. Oh, um, so unfortunately, we might not make it. We I have to record an episode of Squatch Talk. A Squatch Talk coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Pooch, what's your Instagram? Instagram is at parttimeadult. Uh, you can you can find me on the internet too. Just look for my name. Um, what, what about... Ben, you still here? What about you? Oh, uh, you can find me at uh, howaboutdumapples.edu. <laughs> he doesn't even say that in the movie, does he? No, that's that's Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, that is Matt Damon, isn't it? <laughs> My boy's wicked smart. Uh, but that's Casey Affleck who says that. What? Yeah. Oh, I need to go back and watch that movie. Come on. Does we he got- go, it's, it's not your fault? <laughs> no, that's Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to shut this down. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.